They don't really know. Did you, oh, wait, none of y'all really like old school R&B either, though, right? Uh, yeah, I'll fuck with it. Mm-hmm. So the, the next verse is, is Gladys Knight and Patty LaBelle. Patty? I guess they do it on in, in person. Patty! <laughs> I was going to say, like, that, that'd be the longest... Uh, yeah. Now, how do how do I start? How do I how do I get her on the live? Oh yeah, you know they're gonna be you know they're gonna be singing singing too. Like they're gonna take the mic and actually perform at some point. Patty could be handing out treats and desserts and shit. <laughs> oh, the Patty pies! I forgot mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. She ain't the fly dude out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. Patty pies still a thing? Like, are those still sold? Yeah, they was a, they they had a Walmart partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know if they were still so I never had one. <clears throat> you said it was trash? The piece of yeah. It was trash. I ain't like this uh, sweet potato pie. It was all right. The sweet potato pie was cool. Yeah, you got to warm it up. I don't know. It, it, <laughs> it's it's nowhere, <laughs> nowhere near my grandma's pie, so I ain't fucking with it. Like, it ain't even an acceptable substitute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit. You got to put a little more sugar, a little more sugar. <laughs> That's all that pie is, is sugar. It's a sugar mm-hmm. pie. Basically. Sugar. Mm-hmm. I, I don't potato. know why. I just I just do not like it. Sweet potato pie fire. I love oh. sweet potato pie. Hell yeah. Absolutely love it. Sweet potato, lemon meringue, key lime. You name it all kinds of pies I do not like. Mm-hmm. Just give me just give me a cherry pie, an apple pie. I don't need nothing too fancy. I can't eat no cherry, you nigga allergic. Blueberry. So yeah, you just want just, fruit and filling. Yeah. How how would you know, Michelle? So I just see a tweet that says Michelle Obama gives dating advice. You can't tender your way into a long-term relationship. How would you know? Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. I wouldn't know either. I, I don't have an idea. I mean, like, we can't speak on it because tender wasn't around when we were dating. So, like, you just kind of got to sit that conversation out. Like, yeah. True. But, I mean, with her podcast now, they want her opinion on everything. You don't got to comment on anything. I was going to say, I have a podcast too, and I don't just comment on shit that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Fair enough. They have to spy ass out. That's all they do. <laughs> talking out the side of their neck. Mm-hmm. Well, I say we just start the show before. Uh... Yeah, because we're going to be trying to watch this game at the same time anyway. So let's just let's just get into it. of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. How y'all doing this week? I am the (laughs) (laughs) Urshay. You have to put on time out. You have to get like the kids, hey, turn that shit off. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) You're going to have to. Something. <laughs> y'all, y'all I was waiting for, for somebody to answer you, and nobody did. So then I just went ahead. 
Who answers me on the weekly basis? We don't ever, yeah, we don't answer him. Now you changing the game. Come on. Ain't nobody changing nothing. Don't nobody answer me weekly. And also, I'm waiting for the second half of my shit. Mm-hmm. Step, start over, please. Could you could you start the intros over? It's your boy, T-I-N-Z. Y'all, y'all at least acknowledge it or you keep talking. K-I-N-Z. The number three. I ain't I ain't putting up with y'all boys. K-A-S, catch him, make give it to me. All right, now you ain't gonna say anything? He's trying to keep you on your toes. Why are you looking like Okay. Okay. I'm waiting on this motherfucker to start talking. <laughs> right, we can't continue with our intros until you do yours, sir. I'm protesting. Oh, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> I ain't gonna protest one. <laughs> All right. His own opinions. Stay black and silent, then, my nigga. Ken, what's your name? <laughs> I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The, gentleman. the everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as KDD. Take that, take that. Tim. So make show. You know what's going on, Millie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, tell me where they can find us. <laughs> where y'all show up at? Are y'all showing up on Facebook? Technical File Podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Technical Technical File Pod over time, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. You can also go to our website, www.technicalfile.com, where you can also see our other social media platforms like the Twitter and the Instagram, at okay. Technical File. And don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker, T-E-C-K. Also, right. you can see our beautiful faces on the YouTube. Go ahead, slide on over there. Go ahead, give us a look, some some subscribes, some subscriptions, some views, the whole nine. Appreciate you like the polls, You like the polls, though, right? We the polls is nice. I had the polls, you know what I'm saying? The polls is... You All right. Pose. You got to pose for the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. But like I say every week, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing tech file fam, um, share it with everybody you know, man. Your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, everybody. Whoever you know. Um, share it with everybody. You see Tim rapping the set. We out here. Um, mm-hmm. We don't grow without y'all, man. So make sure y'all share. Put somebody on, man. Be, be, a, sure. be a great person and, you know, help us grow. All right? We love y'all. Y'all love us. Let's grow. Let's grow together. For sure. We got the uh, uh, Tech Files yeah. Challenge this week. Yeah, yeah. this week, um, TV shows. It's been, lately, it's been a lot of, like, good TV shows lately. So put us um, put us on a TV show that you've been watching that, that you want to put us on. I keep hearing about P-Valley. I'm going to have to check that out. I started watching that with the wife. It was hard to watch that first, but after I got past all that shit. Once you like, get the Mississippi episode, that's when that shit yeah. took off. <laughs> that's great so it's like episode three or four but like i told sam all it's it's a brand new series brand new season like they have to do introductions they have to do character introductions and shit like that they have to lay the plot out all of that so what the fuck i mean it is in it so i mean that's my shit that's my show (laughs) (laughs) that's my show mississippi is my and my ssi quicker letter quicker letter (laughs) <laughs> well yeah man put us up to a TV show that you guys been watching man oh shout out to the folks that gave us our, the music suggestions last week too oh yeah definitely appreciate yeah, it always appreciate y'all is Eric still on protest no he's off mute every fine podcast you can find us that includes Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Google Podcasts yes sir mm-hmm. Stitcher 
SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Spotify. Uh-huh. iHeartRadio. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Wooshka. Wooshka. <laughs> and wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars are better. It helps Bye. us. And we appreciate it. For sure. So, yes, I just want to second what the guys have said. Please make sure you tell a friend about us so that we can grow. Like, just share the show. Send it to somebody right now. Just a little quick text. Like, bloop, listen to the tech file. They code. <laughs> little bloop, bloop. Just all you need. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure that you rate and review us on platforms, Facebook, uh, Apple Podcasts. It helps us out so much. It helps people find our show. And like Indeed. Ken said, we can't grow without y'all. So, that's the stuff that y'all can do. That's completely free to support Tech File. If y'all free, love us, free ninety nine. Support, support for the free. We do it together. So <laughs> before I get into the top listening cities of the week, and I cannot wait for y'all to hear the top ten this week. Gotta tell y'all some, about something that we got back going here in Tech File. So we went to our Facebook group and we collected a little poll. Make sure y'all join our Facebook group. That's like the where we interact the most. So we asked our Facebook fan, like, hey, do y'all want to see the FanDuel League come back? And we got enough interest to be like, okay, let's kick this off. Somebody in the comments said, I really wish y'all would bring back the pick'em pool. We asked, people wanted the pick'em pool. So guess what? This NFL season, you have the option to play either or or both of those options with us. It's, the link is in the description if you click our uh, link tree you'll be able to see all of our links. So join the FanDuel League. It's five bucks a, a, a game. What? Top three winners. Five. Get money. Right, Tim? Yes, ma'am. Top three get money. Top three each week. Each week. And FanDuel pays out the same, like the day after the games are over. Like it's instant money if you know what you're doing. And uh, the pick and pool is free for y'all. And we will be having some tech file swag for weekly winners and a tech file swag package. Swag package. For the <laughs> grand prize winner of the whole season. So make sure y'all join those. It's not too late when you're in this episode. This dude really trying to get a suit, huh? You're going to play the NFL. <laughs> on YouTube. It's only a clip it. It's a snippet. On YouTube. We're going to get all the copyrights, fam. We ain't got that kind of money. That just removed the audio. I get it. <laughs> Douche just turned around and shake his head. <laughs> you a wild boy. But yeah, make sure y'all join those leagues. Make sure y'all join those leagues. Because the more people, the funner it is. So, And we can't wait to talk about those every is, week. Especially the FanDuel one. That's my... It's my team. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little nice little nest egg in my FanDuel account for for this stuff. That's cool. But let's give some love to our top listening cities. Fellas. Yes, man. Say hi to the number one city, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the hometown. I would have though. Coming through like we we always think they should. Appreciate seeing that. Number two, we got Miami, Florida. Of course. Hello, Miami. Miami. <laughs> Y'all back again. I like it. That's because they want to hear what we're talking about because they smacking our shit. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's true. Number three, Chicago, Illinois. Chi-Town, what up? Number four, we got Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, Charlotte. Always oh, showing love. Number five, we got Germantown, Wisconsin. 
Well, I'll see y'all in town. Number six, we got Copers Cove, Texas. All right. Texas. Texas always showing love out here. <clears throat> Number seven, we got Upper Marlboro, Maryland. That's a lot of Marlboro sounds. <laughs> Marlboro. <laughs> Marlboro, Maryland. They smoke hella, hella um, cigarettes down there. Are you just trying to show your hair off right now, fam? You ain't no. even slick. Bro, he just got his hair fixing himself in the camera, bro. Get out the camera. Hey, bro, chill out, bro. Me <laughs> <laughs> <You> do me. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, we got uh, Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. Menominee Falls. What's up, though? Number nine, we got San Antonio, Texas. Okay, San Antonio. Texas like, still here. Texas That's still here. Okay. Now, number 10, I have never heard of this city before in my life. Like, Hold I, on, I, I got you. No, no, I, I haven't Googled it because I was like, I need to know where this actually is because <laughs> I have never heard of such a town. From the crooked letter, crooked letter state that Tim was mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, Picayune, yeah. Mississippi. What is it? Picayune, Mississippi. Picayune. Yep. Picayune, Mississippi. My family's Mississippi. They they country shit. So thank you. Sound like some country shit. Picayune. Picayune. Y'all got no <laughs> no sidewalks. Straight land, bro. I think it's like a town of like 10,000 people or something. It just got Wi Fi. Hey, but we fuck with y'all, though. Y'all fuck with us. Yeah, thank y'all. For you sure, know, for you sure. From uh, Mississippi. It's uh, apparently 40 miles north of uh, New Orleans. Oh, okay. No, uh-huh. like it's, it's right on that cusp of Mississippi and Louisiana. So- what up, Wody? What up, Wody? <laughs> <laughs> And a shout out to our international listeners from the past week. We got three different countries that tuned in to us. Three of them. Three of them. Barbados. Mm. Okay, sir. Like, oh, listening? Oh, and shout out to 72 and 10 because I had never seen that needing me uh video. Me neither. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, upset with all my friends that have seen it pre prior to now that did not pass that along because it's a glorious video. Um, well, I'm gonna go <laughs> look it up real quick. <laughs> uh, let me take the time to go ahead and research. <laughs> we also had Belgium that tuned in last week. Okay, Belgium, welcome right. back. And then welcome. we had trusty Spain. Spain, Spain, stay there with us. They stay fucking with us. That's what's up. I'll see y'all. Shout out That's to Spain. Last time when Eric was there. You said the last they time. Been here, they been here since Eric been there? Is what you Yeah. Did yeah. yeah. no, some promo? A year Eric. ago. Oh. It's been, they've been up there for about that time mm-hmm. for Like you're right. All right. Let's get into the topics of the week now, shall we? The NFL season kicks off this week, Thursday. No. Thursday night football is back. I can't believe we're hey. actually doing that. Because y'all know I didn't think we was going to have no football season this year. Hey. I thought- I, I'm still, I, I, until I see it, I'm going to believe it. I know they sound crazy. You're going to see it. You're going to see I, it. I'm like, oh, okay, here we got season. How about that? Let's go Bears. <laughs> You're going to see it. That's definitely going to start. Ugly. Will they finish? <laughs> <laughs> that damn statement. That's the question. That's exactly why I did not want to get into any year-long fantasy leagues. And I'm like, I'm not about to draft somebody who might get sick or like, this is going to be a really weird season. 
Daily fantasy me, please. But speaking of which, let's pull up our pick and pull, shall we? If you, listener, are part of the uh, pick and pull, go ahead right now. Go ahead, get your phone out. Make sure that, uh, you know, you can do your picks with us so that you don't forget to input those. So let's pull that right on up. If you got a flip phone. <laughs> get it out your pocket. <laughs> I see this old dude today that had a flip phone. He's like, I don't need all that. All you do is put numbers and talk. I was like, all right, When bro. they used to come in the sprint, they used to say that shit. They were like, I don't need all that fancy stuff. I just need a phone that I can push buttons and call somebody. I'm like, I hear you. Let me go ahead and try to get you this flip phone. I don't want that now. I want to see myself. Come on. Come on, bro. You one or the other. You can't you can't have a flip phone and a camera phone like that, bro. It, it don't work that way. Maybe they can, you know, bring that back. I thought I saw some phone doing that. But anywho, first game we have on that Thursday night, as I mentioned, you have the Houston Texans against the <coughs> Kansas City Chiefs. You've got that man, Pat Mahomes, against that man that just signed that contract, Deshaun Watson. Four years, 160 mil. Well, I'm glad he got his money. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely up. Cause they traded DeAndre because they didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want to pay D Hop. Nope. Nah, but you gotta get off of AZ though. And he got paid. And he yep. got paid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, shit. So he's the second highest paid behind Mahomes now, huh? Yep. And he, and he hit the market him. again at thirty. Yep. He just sure. engaged. Yeah. Huh? Mahomes just got engaged too, I think. Yep, yeah, he did. The day he got a Super Bowl ring, he he proposed the day the same day. Or, I they think both the got moment. rings. Yeah, they both yeah. got rings. <laughs> a ring ceremony. Well, rings old though. They are. I forgot who it was. Was it Hardiman? Did you see him drop his ring? He was uh, oh. he was opening it up. He was at the little ceremony. He was looking. He was looking around. He opened it up. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> he was looking around again. He was like, I dropped my ring, and uh, he looked. He was like, oh shit! Y'all got it on camera. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I think it was the I think he's on the Hard Knocks team now, but whoever it was was on the Chiefs last year, and it was like he's like man, you got that on camera, man. I was like damn, okay, fucking up the church's money. <laughs> but who but, y'all um, got in this game? Houston or Kansas City? Um, I'm going Kansas City. <clears throat> like quarterback. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't. Shit. That ain't both of them black. Well, they both. You going for a tie? I'm going for the pure blood. Pure blood. <laughs> pure blood? <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. I'm going to go Kansas City. All right, Voldemort. <laughs> He's like, he, he, said, said, he ain't pure enough for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, when, when it's when it's a, a draw, you got to draw the line somewhere. Sheesh. All right. Um, I'm going to go with them champs at home. If it was if Houston was at home, I'd probably lean that way. But I'm going with Kansas City, Philly, and Washington. Come, huh? who y'all got? And keep in Damn. mind, Washington football is Washington yeah, football. Was it? It's number eight. It's, it's the second one on my list. For real? the second one on my list is Packers and Vikings. Second oh, one on my list is Raiders and Panthers. Called <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> Fair enough, but I mean, you could change where they rank that yeah, too. Do you say who? Don't forget that you can change where your your teams are ranked at mm. for win losses for your point totals. I didn't do that shit last year. It was fucking. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but where are we um, at? Philly and who? So confidence. Oh yeah. Okay. Actually, Philly I see. and Washington. 
Okay. Yeah. See, I'm torn out. Well, I mean, I guess we do picks at the end. Never mind. I mean, you can, you can go ahead and say your pick now. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm torn because Washington changed their team name and they have a black quarterback now. So, what do I do? This is true. You go yeah. with what you always go with. And that's black quarterback. You got to do it, B. You're right. You're right. You got to do it. It's still Washington, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it might be in the process of getting rid of Dan. So Okay. For sure. I hear you. I'll retro okay. uh, retroactively take it back if it turns out he stays. Black quarterback worked well for you last year too. It did, yeah. <laughs> it really did. It always works. It always works. Always bet on black. That should tell you something. NFL. On black. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Philly though. I yeah, Washington too. has Ruben uh, Foster on IR, and they released Adrian Peterson when I swore that he was going to be their leading back. So mm-hmm. I don't really get all that. Who I'm going to go with Philly. He went to the Lions. Yeah, Detroit, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're going to see him this weekend, maybe, possibly. No, maybe. they going to see him because they, <laughs> they lost another running back. So they lost the running back, signed AP. So then they got Don J. Swift, Kieran Johnson, and AP. You know what? Backs. You know what? I'm gonna go Washington as well. Okay, I see. I'm gonna go Washington as well. All right, Cleveland and Baltimore. That that's just I'm going Baltimore. Black quarterback, bro. Oh, yeah, I mean, black quarterback. Exactly. And it's that's <laughs> it's Lamar, bro. I'm sorry. And I'm gonna put that one up there, like number fifteen. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna take that one, Lamar. Let me go ahead and move in. Yeah, that should be that should be easy. Chicago and Detroit, as we mentioned, Adrian Peterson is now in Detroit. We already know who got this one. Who? I mean, y'all are starting Mitch, so that's out. I mean, Mitchy, bro. Until he lose the job, that's my quarterback. He's he apparently earned it. So there's a lot uh, about foes. Does it? It does. No. <laughs> no. Wait, shit, we seen what Trip can do. It does. You're right. It does. He just knows the system right now. That's it. I mean, wasn't that part of the reason why they signed uh, Foles in the first place? Because he knew the mm-hmm. system? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Game man. Of, Game well, that's why they contract. chose him over uh, Cam. Cam. As soon as, as, soon as Mix has a multiple interception game, so. Foles will be like, boop. So <laughs> boop, boop. Boop, boop. Foles' special abilities is activated when the starting quarterback get hurt. Facts. <laughs> That's what he turned up when he hurt. When he he just sit down, folds, still folds. It's like a glow stick. You break it, it glows, it starts glowing. Whatever we got to win, I mean, hey, let the chips fall how they may. But no, seriously, you have Chicago, of course, winning. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I take Chicago too. Detroit ain't got no defense, but Mitch ain't. I don't trust Mitch either. Mitch versus Matthew Stafford. Chicago ain't got no secondary. And they just gonna keep throwing. They, they go air it out. <laughs> they go air it out in, in Detroit. And they in the dome. Mm. Hey, but Stafford be leaving them up, up though, bro. We gonna get some picks. Yeah, Stafford be putting it up there though. Stafford getting touchdowns, <laughs> yards like a motherfucker. He be gunning it, bro. That's what I'm saying. We gonna get some picks, bro. You Our he dad, might get three, but he'll still put up 35 on you. He didn't put 400 yards up on this no boy. <laughs> but we gonna win this game. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go with Chicago, but uh, Mitch I'm gonna slide y'all down. Too. Mitch uh-huh. might throw two too. You never yeah. know. <laughs> I'm gonna go Detroit. Okay. Y'all find a kicker yet? <laughs> oh, honestly, I don't know. Because we we had like three of them at, at one time. <clears throat> Just like we had ten tight ends. <laughs> Try down to seven now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did not understand that one. Eric, did you uh, pick? No, I was trying to think of like some determining factor. Like neither has a black coach, neither has like a black GM, no black quarterback. Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> So you just name random black dudes. <laughs> These are both really black cities too. Like that, 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 right, like that's I can even go there. Um I don't know, let's go to Detroit just to piss Ken off. Oh, I'll see. <laughs> but so, I mean you're talking shit about the bus earlier. The New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Definitely Buffalo. Easy money. That might be that might be my highest confidence. What's the name? I got. I had to choose Allen as my quarterback on my fantasy, so I'm gonna go Buffalo. Who's That's the coach? Uh, oh, Adam Gase, ain't it? Yep. Oh yeah, uh, Buffalo. And they got rid of uh, Adams, everybody. Maybe on Bill and lost the step. They said they lost Robbie Anderson too. Apparently, they picked up a shot. Pyramid though. The GM said that um, he is quite upset. Like this is a pissed off locker room that no one has hope and no one has belief in the Jets. And I'm like. Yeah, nigga, y'all suck. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's not like y'all showed us, oh, we win and y'all still doubting us. No. Right. Y'all still like terrible. top 10 in picks the last, like, <laughs> I don't know how long, bro. Y'all been drafting in the top 10 forever. Hey, he like, this are you. <laughs> start doubting it. By the way, shout out to uh, Tredavious White on his uh, four-year $70 million extension with the Bills. Makes him the highest-paid cornerback at his position. That's all we're going to keep hearing. Is they catch, as they get these extensions, they're going to be the highest-paid something. Because yep. this money just keeps flowing and it's getting more and more and more. Which, for the players, dope stuff. I wonder what this looks like in a couple of years based on how COVID <laughs> hits the salary right. cap. Like, I'm really curious to what happens next. All right. Taking so, Buffalo. Yeah. The Seattle Seahawks versus the Atlanta Falcons. Seahawks versus always. So Russ got a receiver. I'm starting right now. Russell Wilson Cole. I mean, he got some receivers this year now. They expecting DK Metcalf to have like a monster year this his second year. They expecting Tyler Lockett to still have a really good year, and yeah. then they picked up. Uh, they resigned Josh Gordon too. So this man, Russell Wilson MVP this year. I can see him. I can see it. That's my pick. That's my bold hot take. <laughs> Russell Wilson, MVP. Was he the runner up last year? I believe so. Mm-hmm. He could like his black quarterback. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going black quarterback as well. Does anyone else hear static or is that just me? I don't hear nothing. I'm here. All right. You know, I got to make sure. All right. Green Bay, Minnesota. Minnesota. There- and they're in Minnesota, but as I'm saying this, I forgot, like, there ain't that much of a home crowd advantage right now. And Aaron Jones begin his shit off against Minnesota. So, I'm going with Green Bay. I mean, I'm going to pick Green Bay. I don't know how high I'm having some of my confidence list, but I'm going to pick Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? I put them down by, like, five. I, <laughs> I saw the Packers were actually um, – Contract talks with Aaron Jones too to re-sign him, so that's good news because I was scared they might trick that off. I'm thinking it's going to be for the probably give uh, AJ Dillon at least one year by himself if they do the extension. So like whatever it is, it'll be just shy of a year from AJ Dillon rookie uh, contract being up. So maybe like a two year extension or three year extension. Like seeing how they work together, or seeing what the value is for Jones in two years because AJ Dillon still will be on a rookie deal. A We'll so see. You get I'm the just, cheaper I'm just, option. 
I'm just glad that he's coming back. Ditto. Well, it seems like he's coming back. Ken, who you got? I'm going to go home, Green Bay. Okay, okay. I see you. Hey, hey I got Aaron. I got Jones in my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I need the brother at least give me two TDs, you know? Yeah, I guess Minnesota defense. He, he, no, he was getting his shit off I last know, year. I, know, I rode him but... to the Super uh, to the championship last year too. Aaron Jones and Lamar Jackson took me all the way to Premise Land. He get his shit off. Lamar <laughs> hey, Jackson was a savior last year for me. I got Bro, he, he won me at one league. I had to redraft him. I had to draft him high too. It was like I think he was like the number eight pick for me in one draft. But somebody else picked him at like number four. Dang. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the shit. <laughs> God damn. Eric, did you all? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no one in Green Bay. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. Miami and New England. We finally get to see Cam. I'm going to New England all year. <laughs> but they really okay. Mohamed Sanu, Mr. Consistent. I'm going to New England all year. Mr. Damn. Consistent wasn't consistent once he hurt his foot, so I'm guessing he's still not healthy. Oh, Fitzpatrick, the uh, starter at Miami, too? You know, yep. Fitzmagic is, is the starter for the first four weeks, and after that, <laughs> then two are going to take over. <laughs> two a time. It's two a time. Yeah, he's going to go, go six picks and a half, and they're going to two a <laughs> <laughs> All right, there, boy. And then Miami will be black quarterback. Yeah. He's a lion. Oh, he, he, well, he, well, he mixed. <laughs> Yeah. PLC, PLC quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Jalen Hurts over there in uh, Philly. If uh, anything happened, Carson Wentz. It's, it's a lot of – it might be the, the league getting black at the quarterback position, man. And it's the year of the black quarterback. You got to do the black quarterback rankings this year, Eric. Ah. And then you got Terod over there in L.A. As well, it's enough of them. It's, we, hey. it's a lot of them. It's a whole bunch of them. I'm going – um. Honestly, I'm gonna go uh, Miami. Yeah, the Patriots really don't have a receiving core at all. I don't know who Cam is planning to throw to. Nikhil Harry, uh, <laughs> Edelman, and Julian Edelman is the man. Guess, the robot too. I guess it's probably a good sign that they released Sanu. Like if he was as bad as he was last year, exactly. Then they they don't have to keep a terrible receiver. Like they actually have options that they feel more confident with. So I wonder if he'll go back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know the system over there. It would just I'm, fit right in. I want to go black quarterback, but I think Miami's going to be good too. <clears throat> black coach. So if you want to justify it, Flores. Yeah. yeah. Do like Miami. I'm gonna go Miami. God damn it. Damn, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, black, I'm black quarterback. I'm going. And then. Tim, you said you were Miami? Yep. I do All think right, we got the – go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's funny, like, how people really thought whoever the fuck the big white dude for New England was, like, for oh, is was really – yeah. Like, really? You signed a former MVP? Like, Campbell, sorry. Yeah, people had the nerve to believe that Cam wasn't going to start. Wasn't going to beat out Jared Stidham. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. And like now I'm seeing like people tweet stuff like, oh yeah, he might be their quarterback for the next three or four years. Like <laughs> come on, Cam. Yeah, you got the Indianapolis Colts against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts. The Colts. Jacksonville yeah. tanking. Yeah. I'm 
Who you going with? Colts. Colts. Eric, you going with Phillip Rivers or you going with Minshew? <laughs> Let me Uncle get Rico. Uh, Uncle Rico. No pull Uncle out. Rico? <laughs> Why you got to be all that? Uncle Rico going to put up numbers this year, but Jacksonville tanking, bro. They trying to get uh, Trevor Lawrence, bro. I'm convinced. I am convinced. That's just what they doing. The shit they doing, is just, they don't make no damn sense. <laughs> they just stockpiling draft picks. Ah, bro, and just letting cats go for nothing. Like, how the fuck you draft my man in the top five? You finally have a, a year where you can deem him, okay, yeah, it was worth it to have that pick. And then you just release him because you couldn't trade him. So, and everybody was like, nah, we know you're going to let him go. That's why nobody traded for him. Then he so far, fallacy. Like, you know, just because you picked him in the top five don't mean you keep compounding the problem if, if he ain't your guy. He wasn't the problem. The front office is. <laughs> I mean, the front office is the one making the decisions. The name goes. Be like, oh, we should fire ourselves. So, true. Just draft the line. Get me out of here now. <laughs> Speaking of which, Indianapolis, everybody keeps saying the Colts got the best offensive line in the league. So, Jonathan Taylor may get his shit off this year. Yeah, they're trying to slow the quiet. They've been had a um, solid line. It was good last year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts for sure. They finally get a good line once. Uh, they kill Andrew Luck. <laughs> Finally, bro. Like after, after all is said and done, they were like, "Oh yeah, we got the best line in the league now." You lost your franchise quarterback. What the fuck? So <laughs> the fuck y'all doing? Dang, I didn't even think about that. That's crash that he ain't that he's not in the league. What? Andrew he, Luck. Luck was he? He had a nice little squad too. This is this is a pretty good offense for the Colts, and their defense is pretty decent too. Since they picked up the uh, Forrest Buckner from the Forty Niners. Hmm. Mm. It should be fun to watch. Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. I hate that so much. Against the Carolina Panthers. I just had a whole roller coaster of emotions. I was like, oh, man, I can't do black quarterback. Well, no, I started with, oh, black quarterback. And I'm like, oh, no, not black quarterback no more. And now I remember they got Teddy, so black quarterback. Yeah. I was I'm going with Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Carr is starting that game. Marcus Mariota got put on IR for an undisclosed injury. Jesus Christ. And the Raiders ain't got no defense. And the NFL <laughs> Network said that it's his, uh, it's his pet. But I'm sure that will come out. So, yeah, everybody want black quarterback there? <clears throat> Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Arizona and San Francisco, the Cardinals versus the 49ers. I'm going to go with Arizona. I'm going Arizona, too. Yeah, I'm going Arizona. D-Hop just got his money. Mm-hmm. Two years. Yeah. 54.5 million contract extension. It comes to money. They don't got a line like that, but Kyler Murray was running last year anyways. <laughs> and now he got a hop to throw to. Yeah. yeah. With Fitzgerald still probably going to be in the slot, and you got Christian Kirk on the outside opposite him. So you got three, and then you got Keenan Drake, you know. Larry Fitzgerald is still a key piece, yo. Which is that's wild. crazy, crazy dude. Wild, like still cold. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, dude. I'm going with Arizona as well. I'm going with upset. Yep. Mm-hmm. Arizona okay. pushed them last year. Just for those who were wondering, like well, Arizona, like Arizona almost beat my uh, San Francisco two times last year with half the team. Oh shit. Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, Leonard, Leonard Fournette on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. He got a one-year deal there. 
Tampa Bay better win. Oh my gosh, you're gonna get Tom Brady. Breeze twice a year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Breeze to kick the season off. That's that's dope. That's oh, how I want to my. Think of the offenses. Oh, I was say, my. it depends on which offense you want to roll with. Do you want to roll oh, with Tampa my. Bay? Or you want to roll with New Orleans offense? They got Godwin and Evans. They got Grant and they got Howard. They mm-hmm. got Fournette. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus they got Ronald Jones. And they got McCoy. Uh-huh. So Drew and their Brees. third receiver too is nice. Their uh their their number three receiver is nice too. Well, they lost Perriman, but whoever filled in for him is supposed to be nice this year too. But the Saints is the Saints on the turf. <laughs> Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, the best wide receiver in the game. Michael yeah. Thomas, like Yeah. Drew Brees is and Jared like- Cook is the tight end. Drew Brees is like easy, easily the best quarterback that Drew Tom Brady has had in his division, right? Shit. Yeah. It's got like Matt, Matt Ryan might be second. <laughs> like he's never had like another good quarterback even in his division. I feel like because when's the last time the Jets had a quarterback? When's the last Shit. time Miami had a quarterback? Yeah, their best was, was Sanchez. And Sanchez in <laughs> Buffalo. Oh man! Yeah, this is a, yeah. He ain't never had to really outduel nobody <laughs> on a consistent basis. Right, on, on twice a year, not not on that level. You right, damn. So he he skated. He was he's been skating against the quarterback competitions in the division. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I'm going to go with the Saints. I I trust their defense better than Tampa Bay's, more than the Tampa Bay's. I trust Tampa Bay's defense more than I trust New Orleans. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm telling you, they ain't got no secondary. I hear you, (laughs) but that that front, (laughs) if you can get that pressure quick, hey, you live with what else you get there. Make them throw some off-balance throws. Make it easy for your secondary if they ain't that good. Eric, who did you pick? Uh, Tampa. Tampa? Okay. So everybody Tampa but Tim. Dallas and Los Angeles, the Rams, though. The Cowboys release high, high dick, Clinton Dix. <laughs> Mike McCarthy was like, I don't want you to bro. Hey. Uh, Dix, get up out of here. <laughs> get this guy out of here. And, and that's wild because they just signed him, bro. Like, yeah. That's still, that's he still just wild. signed in March, like. Yeah, he got out of there. was like, "No, bro. Like I've seen this story. I've seen this already. Not fucking with you. He cost me two <laughs> NFC Championship games, bro. He got to go. <laughs> he got to go. He's exactly a little bit. He had the he had the whole uh, Russell Wilson throwing that extra the two point conversion. He just had high high Clinton Dixon just looking at it. And he's looking at him. Listen, high high wasn't I'm not terrible. doing this again. <laughs> I'm not high doing this shit again. Did he go to the Bears? High yeah, he was with the Bears last year. I mean, that didn't work out. Uh huh. He, he was just here. They signed. Yeah. He signed with the Bears. We took uh, Eddie. That's he was right. just here. Mm-hmm. He was right. with Eddie. Yeah. Uh, our safety. You mean uh, Adrian? Adrian. Adrian Amos. Amos. My bad. I said. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, I knew you were safety, talking Eddie. about though. Their safety's name Eddie. I knew who you were talking about though. Amos. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Rams or that's how I'm saying Dallas Rams. Cowboys Rams. Who y'all got? Cowboys. Cowboys. That quarterback. Hey, you know, you fuck Dallas, him? but they gonna beat them niggas. <laughs> they they team just so cold, bro. Like 
they cold. Yeah. <laughs> like I grabbed CD Lamb in my draft, bro, and he still could project to get like eleven hundred yards and eight touchdowns <laughs> on top of Amari Cooper, on top of Michael Gallup, on on top of Ezekiel Elliott. Like, yeah. they got a squad. They got a oh. nice squad, and they got they, that offensive line still. They real nice on paper. Now that offensive line did take some hits. They still got two. I hear you, but it's, it's not what it used to be. Like, it ain't Travis Frederick at center, sure, but yeah. they still got Smith, and they still got uh, so they got both their tackles and a guard. So they lost a center and a left guard. All I'm saying is not as sweet in Dallas on the offensive line Jeez. as it used to be. <laughs> and they getting uh, what's his name back? Randy Gregory. Yeah, I don't he defense. finally got he finally got reinstated, but he ain't gonna uh-huh. be back for like some weeks, like game seven or week seven or something like that. So. And he ain't played in two years, but here we have another pass rusher for the for the Cowboys. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I got I got Dallas. Pittsburgh Steelers against the New York Giants. Uh Pittsburgh. Man, I really like Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Like and Sterling Shepard. I'm gonna go New York. Evan Ingram. I'm gonna go New York. Darius Slayton. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin, black coach. <laughs> Fair enough. Who you got, Ken? Um, Pittsburgh. Okay. And then last but not least, Tennessee and Denver. Oh, it's, it's one more. Oh, Denver. I think Denver's going to be good. What's the other year. one? What I miss? Bengals and the Ran- uh, Chargers. Who, oh. mm-hmm. who, who you got in that game? Bengals and Chargers. Black quarterback, black quarterback. <laughs> but hey, going with that rookie. Uh-huh. But I'm about to say Joe got AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, and T. Higgins. Wait, they started and Joe rookie? Mixon. Huh? Yeah, they, they started started rookie. They yeah. Started yeah, they said he's been looking amazing this camp. They said um, he got great command of the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> they said he's a point and click quarterback. So all you got to do is find his, his timing. Like it's, it's a lot of timing routes with that motherfucker because he ain't got a strong arm. But he's like he just. I like that kid there. So yeah. he got four four legitimate bona fide wide receivers on top of Joe Mixon. It's gonna be some good games this weekend, man. I wish I had NFL uh, league pat or red zone. I'm gonna go with the Chargers though because they Bengals still Bengals. They ain't got no defense or no line. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. Come on, Cincinnati. Mm. He's a Mike, black quarterback. Like Actually, you're right. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati because they just <laughs> lost Darren James over there in, in with the Chargers. Uh-huh. So they secondary, which has uh oh boy, <clears throat> former Casey Hayward, but that's one. You got four. They got Chris Harris too. Yeah, they did pick up Chris Harris this offseason. That's a, that's a solid top two. So you got two. <laughs> that's a solid top two. Yeah. Until you run against some death. And then you still got T. Higgins and John Ross. Yep. Mm. Okay. And last but not least, for real this time, y'all, Tennessee and Denver. Now, Denver just apparently lost Von Miller. Mm-hmm. The, the details have not come out yet while we're recording. But we did get the news that it's looking like it's a season-ending injury for him, which is quite Try. unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then Tennessee picked up a pass rusher. Denver lose theirs, and Tennessee picked up Clowney. Yeah. I think I know where I'm going. Yeah, I'm going, going Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> and they Here's got Henry. three. Yeah, I'm going Tennessee. 
Oh, you ain't got Von Miller to help stop that? Nah. Mm. Ain't no black quarterback either. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I don't know. Tennessee, I guess. Ken, who you got? Hello, Tennessee. Wait, the Broncos don't have that black court coach anymore? Uh, I don't remember. Don't know. Let me check real quick. Denver all right. But yeah, that's all the picks for the pick and pool. I hope that y'all made your picks too. <laughs> don't forget to set your points for the tiebreaker. What do you think the Monday night nope. score will be between Tennessee and Denver? So make sure I do that as well. I'm going to say Vic Fangio is still the coach over there. This, this is the second year. Cool. Picks are saved. Picks are saved. Good stuff. All right. Now, as we mentioned, the season's starting, but there are going to be some things that look different. So I just want to run through some things that you guys will see during the season that are different from a normal season because of COVID. So let me just run through some of these real quick. Electronic whistles. So the refs are going to have handheld push button whistles. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. Handheld push button. Yeah, so that they aren't like spitting over all over the place. Yep, or they can have one under their mask if they choose to have a traditional <laughs> whistle. Itchy trigger finger. <laughs> Cheerleaders and mascots are out. You will not be seeing those. Jersey swaps as we know them are out. They're going to do a partnership with Tide where they'll send a cleaned version of a jersey you want to the player after the game, but you can't just take off the jersey that you were just playing in and tackling each other with and going through COVID tests with and <laughs> on the field. That's I mean, you can stuff. still swap. Just send it later. Get it all cleaned out, sanitized and everything like that. Sign it for your boy and then ship it off to him. How it just takes longer. Send- that's what I'm saying. Like, but still, the point is, like, we were just tackling each other, but now I can't touch his jersey. What sense does that make? Make it make sense. Coin tosses are going to be smaller, so there's going to be just one person per team. Okay. Sideline side reporters will not be on the sidelines. They will actually be in the stands, in the front row of the stands. Hmm. That's far as hell as me, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said they was actually bringing some binoculars. They're going to have the ones with the little, on the little stick. <laughs> Got the little glasses. <laughs> like she an old villain from uh, mm-hmm. 1970. Watching the horse races and shit. <laughs> There's going to be real and fake crowd noise. Only five of the teams in the league are allowing fans into their first home games. And those capacities are going to be very, very, very small. So... The NFL has actually hired some local audio operators that are going to run the soundboard to, like, do the fan sound, like the crowd, based on the intensity of the game. Okay. So. They're going to turn the volume up and down. Yep. They want to have a little <laughs> knobby. <laughs> That's it. And they're going to they gonna adjust. They're going to adjust. Turn the volume up, bro. Turn it up. <laughs> they can't share any bottles, of course. They're not going to have any buffets, of course. They're going to uh, be required to stay in the team hotel the night before games. And they have to be on the lower floor so that everybody can avoid elevators. Mm. Okay. They are cleaning facilities at a frequent rate. We know that. Mm-hmm. They're doing quarterback quarantines. Quarterback so, quarantines? Quarterback quarantines. So, like, the Eagles signed Josh McCowan to their practice squad, and they're going to let him stay in Texas during the season because he's just an insurance policy. Mm. The first work-from-home quarterback? 
<laughs> Dang near. Players can use the showers at facilities, but they have to be at a distance of six feet. So all the showers won't be able to be in use. Okay, no more soaping each other up after the game. <laughs> They're encouraging teams to have two charter planes instead of just the one so that, you know, they can spread the players out more. So just little things like that's going to be going on. Right. right. In addition to that, since we're just Thank talking about COVID stuff, just wanted to point out that Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he announced that his family had uh, COVID. So just sending out love to them as they continue to recover. Mm-hmm. His wife and his two daughters. Well, him, his wife, and his two daughters. Yep. Which is random out the blue. Is it like it's, it's a <laughs> disease that anyone can get? <laughs> True. I mean, but it was random because he like it was after the fact. Like you find out people find I had it after the fact. But oh yeah, by the way, we had like oh shit, that was random. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty much like watching Hard Knocks, and we seen uh, the coach <laughs> had it, and nobody knew it. Everybody was like, oh, shit, you had COVID? Like, yeah. We're like, damn, that's random. Like, it's not random, but it's like, it's, it's not, not the loop. Random ain't the word. It's like, that's a surprise. Like, it's like, dang, that's surprising. Real quick, uh, Big 12 to unveil anti-racism campaign along with the voter registration plans. So just a couple things. Uh, Big 12 decided that they were going to allow... Uh, well, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bosley said that the league has created a black student council featuring a male and female athlete from each uh, member university, along with forms of social justice messaging. Players will wear a black sticker on the back of their helmet that says unity and be able to wear a social justice slogan on the front of their uniforms. Uh, Bosley also added that teams will be allowed and encouraged to have demonstrations against racism before games. Schools remain in decision on how to handle their national anthem. Um, the Big 12 has no rule preventing players from kneeling for the anthem and cannot find players, so it's likely that more some players will actually kneel for the anthem. Okay. But steps. Hey, steps are indeed correct. The Miami Heat also took some steps. They announced a partnership with the Miami Police Department and a community police organization that will organize specialized training for the officers to improve their interactions with black and Latino communities in South Florida. So pretty much the Miami heater bank rolling training for the police department to do better. So fair enough. the police need more money. <laughs> no, they don't need more money to reallocate how they spend their money. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like just throwing more money at the problem isn't going to fix it. Like they already have ample budgets for police training. Like it's changing that the way that true. you train them. That's very fair. The Miami Heat just wanted to be able to do something. They want to make sure that they are putting money towards something that can help their community. So actually thought, getting money I to the community, them, maybe. I would say they guess they thought throwing more money to the money was gonna help. So there you have it. The US Open has been going on and it has been one of the strangest US opens ever, which was probably expected given just how life has been. Naomi Osaka, she actually has been using her platform to wear masks that has the name of victims of systematic racism and police brutality. So, for example, she had a mask that said Breonna Taylor, one say Elijah McCain, Ahmaud Arbery, and Trayvon Martin. So that was really tight to see her uh, coming out with those. Mm-hmm. Serena out here making history. Most wins at the U.S. Open, 102 and counting as we record. She could mm. also get that... Uh, will tie the record of 24 Grand Slams if she wins this one. She's currently at 23. And Monster. 
Yeah, and the biggest news that's come from the tournament is is Jokic because Djokovic. Djokovic. I always get those two names confused now. He defaulted from the tournament <laughs> because he got mad and and his anger, he smacked the ball behind him and hit a line <laughs> judge. Now Beyond- he knows people behind him. He fucked her up, bro. I was like, damn, bro. She was on the ground. She was heaving and shit. I'm like, damn, how hard did he hit? He didn't look like he hit the ball that hard. Tennis ball. Really he hit her in the throat. throat though. He hit her in the throat, though. I was and like, the way ball. he looked at it, he just, like, flicked it. But it, I was like, damn. She, they showed her. She's on the ground and shit. People was around her. She was like, this shit. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Watching it, I was just like, oh, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> They're like, yeah, bro, you got to go. Like, you know how fast <laughs> the tennis ball go? The second thing, I was like, damn, how old is she, bro? This thing gonna knock Tina to some. like, some. It's not somebody, somebody, grandkids watching. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> up, <bro>. mad as <laughs> hell. Like, bro, Jokovic is the most hated player now. Like, damn, bro, that's all he's been the most hated player. He's but been even worse now because they've been doing stupid stuff out. this whole time, doing COVID <laughs> tournaments and, and not caring. And I, uh, yeah, this don't help. The way she fell out, though, like. It seemed like her whole thing was like lawsuit. The way she got hit, you'd have thought he served it against her ass. I was like, damn, she was like, come on, bro. how hard he really hit me. Like, I'm playing that all the way up. Like, I'm hey, gonna be Marcus Smart out this motherfucker. Like, hey, <laughs> they definitely would have brought the scratcher off of my black ass. <laughs> Neck bracing up. Oh, what? <laughs> you had to put the thumb up on the way out? How do you do that bitch out? Oh, my God. Just oh, grab a towel off the side and just wrap it around your neck. I'm going to stabilize. I'm bleeding. Then I'm like, this nigga had a, had a neck brace on standby. Sitting <laughs> here like dude from Friday. My neck. <laughs> my back. Yoga bitch face when he hit her though. He was like, he like, oh no, no, <laughs> damn. It's like it's like when you hit your little brother or something. You're like, oh no, 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 and no. And he no. hit him too hard. Yeah. Like, my, 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 my. His face. Don't tell mama. Dang. Don't tell mama. Don't tell mama. <laughs> he was hurt. I was like, I seen him in his face. He was like, oh shit. He knew that game was over. Yeah, for him. he did. He knew <laughs> it was over for him. But he didn't wait to get me out the pain. Like, <laughs> but you're gonna do this to me. You're really gonna do this to me. Well, I hope that she. Uh, is well and uh, what's your uh, speedy recovery? Hopefully, it wasn't too serious, you know. I really do, but the jokes had to fly, ma'am. Oh, yeah, I'm oh, sorry, you was doing a lot. I don't think you, <laughs> <laughs> but but then I'm gonna say, hey, had none of us ever got hit in the throat with a tennis ball, though. But a number one player in the world, this shit. Hey. <laughs> it could hit different, it probably. <laughs> The man, they ain't hurt. Like, nigga, you get hit by this motherfucker. You know Hell, what? <laughs> you hear probably hurt. You right. His backhand probably just as strong as the pimps. I hear you. <laughs> hey, I, but then she wasn't even looking. That's why I hurt so much because it caught her off guard. <laughs> and you know when stuff surprised you, it hurt more. <laughs> Start choking. Yeah, like, what, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Sad. Sad. Again, I hope her, I wish you the best. You know, I hope I hope you will. I wish you well, Matt. Down. I, really I just will. came to work. <laughs> okay, the NBA has announced some um, season awards over the last couple of days. Last time since we've talked to y'all, Eric, would you 
tell the people some of the awards that have been announced since we last touched base with the people. Yep. So as expected, a Los Angeles Clipper won six times of the year. Um, <laughs> turns out it was Montre Otero. Uh, so congratulations to him. Presser. John Morant was nearly unanimously the rookie of the year. He only get, uh, missed out by one vote. I don't know. Has it come out who, who the vote was yet? You said no. he wanted to know who it was, He though. wanted to know. He was like, who was it? Like, I need to know which one of y'all didn't vote for me because this is preposterous. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> for real. It made me cooking the entire season mm-hmm. from jump. Yep. So then the uh, all-defensive teams came out today, um, today being Tuesday. Uh, first team was Giannis Adetokounmpo from the Bucks, the Lakers, uh, Anthony Davis, Utah's Rudy, <laughs> Utah's Rudy Gobert, <laughs> Boston's Marcus Smart, uh, even though he flops every fucking possession, um, and Ben Simmons of Philadelphia. Uh, second team, Miami's Bam Adebayo, Clippers' Patrick Beverly, overrated, uh, Milwaukee's <laughs> Eric Bledsoe and Brooke Lopez, and Clippers' Kawhi Leonard. Oh, both? I didn't know um, Lopez and Bledsoe. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I don't have any issues with either with any either of those teams. Um, like, I think all of, aside from Beverly, I don't think anybody is undeserving. Like, Beverly just talks a lot and is activity. Not- but, like, he be getting his ass roasted <laughs> consistently. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's much more uh, bark than bite. Yeah. Like uh, Mike Malone just shitted on him earlier today. Uh, like he he was talking about Yo- uh, Pat Beverly was talking about Jokic. All he does is flail around, and Mike Malone was like, "Yeah, I don't I don't care too much about what Pat- Patrick Beverly says." Like uh, now, if it was Kawhi Leonard, like he may be onto something, but because he's actually a good player. But Patrick Beverly, I'm not worried about that dude. Like I listen to Kawhi, not not Pat Bev. Yeah, which I mean, like I think that should be like the standard response to anything that Patrick Beverly says. And even Jokic was like, "What are you talking about? Y'all had twenty six free throws. We had ten. What do you? Right. I don't. I don't get it. I don't, don't get it. Don't talk about fouls, bro. Shut up. No. <laughs> Especially and y'all won. Yeah. Uh, no. Like twenty six to, to ten. Like I'm like, come on, come on I'm now. Trying to hear it. That's that's oh. politicking. That's all it is. Like oh, he's trying to get whistles for next game. Yeah. Already. I mean, shit. We only shot ten free throws. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Shit. What more you want? And I'm sure they got to have filed more than uh, on more than ten shot attempts, <laughs> or more than five, depending on how many they shot. Maybe a three. You know what? I'm sure they got filed more than they shot. Eric, <laughs> <laughs> <Air>, continue, sir. <laughs> uh, and I think the most surprising news of the week: uh, the Brooklyn Nets hired Hall of Fame point guard Steve Nash to become their head coach. Fuck that coach. That came out of nowhere, bro. I was surprised. Just like, didn't even know Steve Nash was trying to coach. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was the fake tweet at first. I had to double check. Like, this is the real. Okay. Okay. Real world bomb. Okay. 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 How do y'all think he'll do? I have no idea. Steve Nash. Well, I mean, I think Steve Nash will do well, in part because he has a talented team. So. Yeah. All he really has to do is kind of make sure that all these pieces work together. Now, he does have Kyrie, who is notoriously moody, as well as KD, who is also notoriously moody. But apparently he has good relationships with both. So maybe that helps. I don't know. I love Steve Nash. 
he was advisor to the uh, Warriors, right? When Katie was yeah. over there. Yep. Uh, yep. Consultant. Yeah, consultant. And so remember, we was having that conversation about superstars seeing things differently because they're able to do things that most people mm-hmm. can't. He has Kyrie now, so maybe he can kind of instill some of his vision onto a player who has the ability to actually manifest what he sees. So well, he- I mean, like that's kind of similar to Jason Kidd and Giannis. Like he's able to, you know, like get through to the superstar and kind of unlock things for them. But it's more so like the role players and you know, like the guys less lower down on the totem post. Like, can you relate to them? Like being a two-time MVP as opposed to, you know, like the 14th man on the roster. I feel like Karis LeVert could definitely pick up a lot of what uh, Steve will probably put down. He seems like a humble, hardworking, talented. I mean, but again, it's it's not about like personality. Well, I mean, sometimes it's about personality, but it's more so about like, can can the coach, like I, I think a lot of head coaches are the people that have to like scrape and claw to get like that ring every little bit of, like talent out of their bodies just to make it to the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. Cause you're going to have way more role players that you need to relate to than the superstars and the superstars can kind of coach themselves. You know what I mean? Like they, you don't have to get the most out of them. Like they're going to get the most out of themselves. Whereas mm-hmm. like you got to embolden like the Dante DiVincenzo's of the world or, you know, like, I don't know, uh, Danny Green or something, you know, like people that you have to put them in the right spot. So if you can't, like, if you're always like, thinking about like your star player, like the people further down don't really get the development or at least that, you know, possibly historically that's been the case. Hoping Steve Nash can do something great. There were some people who were upset saying that black coaches don't get the kind of opportunity that white coaches do in the sense that you have never coached a day in your life. And this is one of the most talented black coaching pools the NBA has seen in quite some time. And yet Steve Nash gets hired. <laughs> To argue with the most talented roster in the league. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's Steve Nash, though. Like, if it was just, like, a random white dude that never coached before, then I'm, I would lead it more, lend it more credence. Um, but with it being Steve Nash, it's like – like, I think most organizations would jump at the chance to hire him as their head coach. And it isn't because he's white or black. Because, like, Jason Kidd got hired without ever coaching. Uh, what's his name? Derek Fisher – was technically never an assistant coach. Like, it has happened. It has happened for black coaches. Like, I don't think he's jumping the line necessarily. I think it's just, like, people that are well-respected within the league, like, they don't have to have the same um, resume that, you know, the lifers do. Yeah, because their career was part of their resume. Exactly. Now, I agree with what uh, T.Y. said from 72 and 10 podcast, which pretty much is two things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash hire was a good hire because Steve Nash is Steve Nash, but also black coaches tend not oh, to have opportunities that white coaches do. So two things true at the exact same time. Absolutely. Some bad news, unfortunately. Uh, we want to pay some respects to two baseball greats. So Tim, I'm going to let you take that. All right. <clears throat> uh, first, want to say uh, rest in peace to Tom Seaver. He was considered like the greatest man of all time, um, uh, but he passed away at the age of 75. He leaves behind 311 victories, 3,640 career strikeouts, three Cy Young awards, and countless millions uh, of New York 
baseball fans. So we won't wish um, condolences to him and his family. Um, also, rest in peace to Lou Brock, former St. Louis Cardinal, uh, Chicago Cub. He passed away. He's a Hall of Famer as well. He passed away on Sunday at the age of 81. Um, but he was also Taylor Rook's uh, uncle, which I didn't realize that. But um, Lou That's Brock was just the 14th player to hit 3,000, have 3,000 hits in the season 3, or uh, in, throughout his career. But um, yeah, another one. Rest in peace to, and solid condolences to him and his family as well. So. It's um, one interesting thing that I saw on like a, t- a tweet thread that came out of this was um, talking about like the quota system that Major League Baseball had, the unofficial quota si- system that they had before, um, like shortly after integration, like when Lou Brock was breaking into the league, like he came up with the Cubs um, and he wound up getting traded because the Cubs already had, quote unquote, too many black players Um so they wound up trading him for like a journeyman pitcher that was out of the league within a year. <laughs> uh, and they just gave up a Hall of Famer for, yeah. you know, because of racism. Like six time All Star, two time World Series champ. Yeah. For peanuts, because you just didn't like the way he looked. <laughs> for sure. That's for crazy. sure. You went on to become one of the greatest Cardinals of all time, but for sure. Well, come back on up how we done in past weeks we are actually gonna head right on into the radio now ken left a spinning chair in the background and normally he explained <laughs> we gotta put a background on this nigga song damn <laughs> hey shit, oh, shit. <laughs> he got a playing background i want a playing background i got a playing background Man, you he need to get there? something back there or something. <laughs> here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, the radio segment is a weekly segment that we do every week where we highlight music done by an athlete in some form or fashion. So, for example, he could have produced it. She could have sung it. They could have been the inspiration behind it. You know, we, we do whatever we want. You know, it's our show, but you get the general idea of it. So right now we're going to oh. do this exactly like a real radio station. We are going to have Tim as our DJ. DJ, such a, wait, wait, what's going on? Uh, breaking, yeah, breaking news. <laughs> Billy Donovan will not be back as Oklahoma City coach next season. Yeah, that's a random. <laughs> <laughs> so his now his contract random, expired so. at the end of the regular season. Sorry, his contract expired at the end of the regular season. They were working on a contract extension. Apparently, they have come to the mutual decision not to continue. So, new coach in OKC next year. I mean, with the way that Chris Paul was – I know we're getting into the radio, but, like, the way Chris Paul was talking in his, like, farewell press conference, it seems like he doesn't anticipate being back next year. So, it may be rebuilding for the Thunder. They got pieces. If they trade Paul, they'll pick up a couple more and they got a nice little young squad. Oh, back at just in time. <laughs> there we go. We were just we killing time for you. Yeah, we do on a radio, fam. <laughs> You're like, damn. I got first as well for the other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Would you tell the people what the radio segment is in case they're new here? Yeah, man. Um, this is a part of the show where we play a song that is um, sporty Jason. I'm either written um, composed, um, produced, performed by someone in the sports realm. Um, Tim is our DJ. 
Um, DJ, give it to me. Give it to me. And this is our backstage production meeting. Yes, and I'm about to tell the fellas what the song is that they're going to hear this week. You, of course, know if you looked at the episode notes ahead of time. But the song, Tim, is Busy Cook. Busy Mel- Cook. Busy Cook and Melvin Ingram Lifestyle. Melvin Ingram of the Chargers. I won't say ah, San Diego. Okay. <laughs> so, Busy because, Cook and Melvin Ingram. What's it because, called? Uh, lifestyle. Season's ticking off, so let's get an NFL player up in here. The lifestyle. Yeah, that's kind of my mind went too. <laughs> I forgot about that song. <laughs> I used to love that song. Now, if you were watching the YouTube video, we're going to pause this part here because, you know, copyright ain't trying to get to. We ain't got no money. We'll be back. For the people on the radio listening to the podcast normally, Kim, would you count us down, please? Indeed. Um, five, four, three, two. One. This nigga here. Crotch shot. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> of all places to move the camera, this motherfucker did it right to his shit. Like, dog, damn, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> the moment we pause the camera, Ken out here acting out. He's like, these nuts. <laughs> DJ these, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, um, does it start? Does it have music starting at the beginning or? Do you know, douche? Uh, I do not know. I didn't listen to it yet. It's, Fine, a- it's gonna be a surprise for us all. That should be the name of the episode. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> um, you want to do it over, Ken? Count down? Yeah, count down again, Ken. Yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 all right, well, All right, it's fine. Four, three, two, one. WTCK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is fine. WTCK Radio, 69.9, where 69 is fine. It's your DJ, DJ, give it to me. We got uh, Busy Cook and Melvin Ingram. Lifestyle. I want it for the it probably won't. You're going to be disappointed. I won't be disappointed. <laughs> I heard some Melvin Ingram stuff. You know, he'd be uh... I got a request, too. We got to run this. We got to run the song back. They say oh. we're doing the most. Bought a Billy and a ghost. A hundred bottles just a toast. We ain't never going broke. She love my lifestyle too much. He love the lifestyle too much. We love the lifestyle too much. I think my lifestyle too much. They say we doing the most. I put bitches on a boat. I got some on every coast. I ain't never going broke. She love my lifestyle too much. He love the lifestyle too much. We love the lifestyle too much. I think my lifestyle too much. Means at the round table talking about the label, knowing that we deserve the ball. Flashbacks, no cable, things once stable. Fucker, we deserve it all. This lifestyle too much. We get hype now too much. Niggas wanna fight now too much. Nigga better pipe down to get touched. We live in a hell of a time. Do they really wanna fight now too much? And they've been trying to fight. She tell you I ate it, she lying. That brand new Mercedes I buy. Black car don't decline. Made back with the blind. Milton got fouled. No. Yes. Wow. Like rough, had to go in that man got fouled. We weigh up, reppin' good luck, putting in overtime. Lifestyle mm. too much. Really can't write down too much. Said shit. Oh, no. Hey. 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 
bought a Bentley and a ghost. A hundred bottles just a toast. We ain't never going broke. She love my lifestyle too much. He love the lifestyle this is all right. too much. We love the lifestyle yeah, I, heard, I heard I heard some, another song of his. Right. Yeah, whatever he was doing on Hard Knocks wasn't that bad. I got some on every coast. I ain't never going broke. She love my lifestyle too much. He love the lifestyle too much. We love the lifestyle too much. I love the lifestyle too much. Yeah. He mushed him. I don't ever see a bitch nowhere. Shorty said that his face is slid down. Hit everything. Mushed him. Very challenging us. Everybody trying to be tough, man. I'm just trying to be a millionaire. Part of me, I mean a billionaire. Oh, like we're doing for a flagrant. I'm not sure what they're reviewing. <laughs> I just know they're reviewing it. I don't see Tim. Like, just because oh, you muted him. it, don't mean we can't see you, friend. <laughs> he don't care that we can see him. He brought up, he brought up the, the young fight. We ain't never going broke. She love my lifestyle too much. He love the lifestyle too much. We love the lifestyle too much. I think my lifestyle too much. They said we doing the most. I put bitches on a boat. Someone took me out, bro. I see. She love my lifestyle too much. He love the lifestyle too much. We love the lifestyle too much. I think my lifestyle too much. It's all right. It's all right. It's cool. It's a mid. I've heard. It was some good mid. It's a mid. It's a good mid. It holds you over till you find some some more high quality shit. Yeah, for real. It's a it's a solid album cut. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's not a song you skip. You just kind of it just be on. Just let it, yeah. Just let it roll through. You got to play it in the background, you know. But yeah. you don't intentionally go looking for this song. No, it just come <laughs> on. Like you place it, it, you place it after the single, so you just ride right into it. All right, I'm good. Exactly, that's perfect. Nice little come down off of like a high. I agree. All right, YouTube, we back. Regular listeners, let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> NBA playoff update. Now, as we record, the Milwaukee Bucks are still playing Miami Heat. We're going to push this game as far as we can until we know this outcome. So we're going to start with Denver and L.A. So the Clippers are up in this series 2-1. Game four is on Thursday. We kind of talked about Pat Bev a little bit. He was actually ejected from game two during the fourth quarter and then fined $25,000 for verbal abuse because he just would not stop talking. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's what Pat Bev does. Yo, I'm a really hate the Clippers by the end of this playoff run. Like, they're just so unlikable. <laughs> like between Morris and Pat Beverly, like I've been there, B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's there. like welcome. Exactly. Because I you know they just they just gonna get worse as they keep winning. Like, yeah. It is. Keep talking. Even though they aren't like yeah. the reason why they winning, like they just kinda riding coattails at this point. Basically. Uh, but it's a good squad. And I mean, what we mentioned last week, what Eric brought up has rang out true. And this is a series for Jokic. Like, Jamal Murray was last series, but Joker, he got to be the star in this one for them to really get cooking because he looks really good against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Problem is, you got the wings is <laughs> Beverly, George, and Kawhi. Yeah. So I mean, Jamal that's part of why we said no that. Room. That's part and of why we said that Utah ain't got no real, true, scary wing defenders. Meanwhile, you go mm-hmm. to the Clippers and you got this. The Utah have Rudy Gobert, 
the Clippers got Montrez Harrell. Like, it's just not the same. Uh, got Kawhi blocking shit with one finger, his middle finger. That's the wrong, <laughs> his middle my finger, finger. My finger would have broke. He gave a whole fuck you on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, how you just gonna shit on that man like that? I don't know how he stopped that. He I mean, stopped him dead in his tracks, no, too. Dale. He a machine. I don't, I, it just don't make sense. Yeah, Clippers, I still think they're going to win this series. Denver, Denver's shown that they can do it. Mm-hmm. They just have to play consistent. And Jamal Murray, the problem with Jamal Murray is the fact that his ceiling is so, is so high, but his mm-hmm. floor is also very, very low, like. If he's good, he's great. But if he has a bad game, he can have a very, very bad it's game. Super streaky, though. Like, that's always been his thing. Shit, if you look at the season average, I think he only averaged like 17, 18. But, I mean, again, look at who's, who's guarding him. Like, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, it's going to be a difficult matchup. So, it is what it is. But given what y'all have seen thus far, are y'all changing y'all picks? Or are y'all still riding with who you came into the series with? And if so, say the team you came in with and who you with now. If I remember correctly. I still got the Clippers. Yeah, I had the Clippers originally. I'm still going in the Clippers. Um, I know I had Denver, never Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with the Clippers. Okay, okay, okay. I might have said the Clippers, if I remember correctly. I couldn't even tell you, boss. Someone going to tell us. Someone going to be like, Tim said. Then you have Houston against L.A. The Lakers this time. That series is tied 1-1. The game three is after this Bucks game goes off. That's not looking that promising for the Bucks. Nope. I cannot wait to watch. <laughs> Westbrook was straight up garboo all throughout game two. That's like why he has won. been since he came back. Let's keep right. it going. Keep it going, boss. And Rondo was looking great. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you. I mean, having him back, that was a death. Because now LeBron don't have to worry about facilitating his punch now. He can, like, for real just do it, do him. Yeah. But I need AD to be more aggressive, yo. Like, AD is way too passive, yo. Like, he needs to, like, dominate all the way through. Yeah. I mean. Like, I mean, he's putting up some big numbers. Yeah, I'm saying he's putting up numbers, but he's still, like, passive, though. Hmm. He's very finesse. Are you still feeling confident about y'all chances? Absolutely. I'm if I was y'all, given just how Westbrook looks, he Mm -hmm. really can't shoot. He looked like a 2K player. Like in this 2K21, listen, if you ain't got no shooting, you cannot shoot. You can't shoot. You cannot shoot. Like last year, you could have like a 63 and know your shot in green. Not this year. Not this year. You just going to be building a whole brick house. So you're saying just you need to get your shooting up. Get you a different player or get you some badges. They figure it out. It ain't going to be consistent. And that's how Westbrook is. Westbrook might be worse than that because he still just pull whenever, like, just free reign. Right. Oh, what are you doing, B? Like, we're giving you that shot. put out this year. He said, well. I said, we really got put out, bro. Really oh, yeah. See, they see. They sad because they act like they hope to get back up again and the Bucks can do something here. Oh, what's the score? Uh, Game over. <laughs> 97 to 88 on mine. Oh, yeah. I got 36 seconds. 36, 36 seconds. seconds. Yep. Oh, so that, is that a gentleman's sweep? Yeah. Yeah. No, gentleman's sweep is when you win four in a row. 
Oh, that's good. I thought it was Genesis. No, Genesis Sweeper, Sweeper is when you get the five. No, it's when you drop one. It didn't went four. Oh, I'm well. Yeah. It's not in no order though. I thought it was literally just. Uh, I thought it was just a four. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to Google it. Hold on, hold on. Maybe the backdoor sweep is the. Hold on, yeah, Genesis sweep. I thought was just one and one. It's just you, the series yeah. goes five. Yeah. It's mistaken. Gen- uh, Gentleman's Sweep is an NBA playoff series that ends in five games to find yeah. a sweep in the opponent, but giving them one, you know, to be polite, yeah. preferable, yeah. but not necessarily a series in which the series winner wins the first three games, loses the fourth, then closes at home. Oh, so yeah, well, either way so, you put it, it's a Gentleman's Sweep. Like, yeah, oh, yeah back, backdoor sweep is when you lose the first one and win the last four. Gotcha. Backdoor. The backdoor. Yeah, also, I still got the Lakers winning a series, though. Y'all be all right, man. Y'all, y'all got it. Hmm. Meanwhile, um, the Bucks have lost to the Miami Heat. Congratulations, oh, Miami. Y'all, y'all earned it. <laughs> y'all definitely earned them up. <laughs> they were the better team. I kind of had them a couple. They were the better team throughout. There isn't a game where I watched where I thought, yeah, the Bucks looked great and <laughs> – they they had this one in the bag. The first game they got embarrassed. The second game, fluke. But whatever. <laughs> no, game two was. Game two was that wild. was the that was the, the free throw free throws game. Yeah, where they also looked trash the whole way up and through, and up then and the next thing I would say they looked trash in the first quarter, and then like the last three quarters they were at least with them the entire time, and then they came back at the end of the fourth. Yeah, then they got the fluky Middleton call and then the fluky Jimmy call. That yeah. one was what it was. They got outplayed most of that game. Game three, it just collapsed. Game three, it was a epic collapse where that might be one of the most embarrassing losses in Bucks history. Mm. That's not a foul? <clears throat> nope. After, no after that game, <laughs> Richard Jefferson said that uh, Giannis might be a Pippin. There, I said it. He needs his Jordan. <laughs> All right, Black Joe Bush. Meanwhile, Scotty. <laughs> meanwhile, Pippen said, I'm not Giannis. I don't have back to back league MVPs. He will in a matter of days, and he's not me. The question is, who are you as a player? <laughs> Black Joe Bush. <laughs> Middleton had a great game for, kept the minute after Giannis got hurt, uh, but he retweaked his ankle that he tweaked in game three. And here we are, game five. The Bucks put up a, a fight, but they it tried. still wasn't enough. <clears throat> no Giannis and uh, no win. Bucks go home in the second round. Damn. Just know after game three, I was ready to meet All Bud at the airport. <laughs> like, bro, you ain't got to come back. You can just get your shit and go. Does this change things? I mean, I'm ultimately, sure it, it comes down to whatever Giannis does. Like, because if he, if he, re- I, if he I resigns, then I think that they run it back with what they have. Like, they need to make some changes, but I think that fundamentally, like, if he signs that extension, then everything is okay. <laughs> we got Bud his yet already, right? No. Mm-mm. So, so they only a year, too. Yeah. But if, if you Giannis only give him like, a three-year three year deal, right? Yeah, five. Oh. Um, but... If Giannis is like, y'all got to make some changes, uh, and I'll wait till free exercise on the seat. 
sorry. Yeah. So if he's like, I'll reserve the right to make my decision later, then you have to reassess. Um, I think that Bud has kind of proven who he is in the playoffs. Um, and I'm not just basing that off of these two years with the Bucks, but his history going back to Atlanta, that you would mm-hmm. think after last season, you would at least have like some type of counter. You had like, don't double down on what you did the year before. Like at least have a plan B mm-hmm. if you can't, you know, like if your plan A isn't working. And this Miami series has uh, demonstrated that he didn't have a plan B. <laughs> like, and like, it's still the same shit that got them beat last year. Um, is which, that the Miami series? Orlando huh? too? I said the Orlando they, series too? Like, they, they didn't look good. I mean, they, they just didn't look good. And like, that one looked more like an effort problem. Yeah, um, that was more player. I, yeah. This one more like a scheme. Like he got out scheme. Like I knew Spo yeah. was a better coach, but I didn't know that Spo was going to out coach him this bad. Like it was embarrassing. Like I feel like he's not coaching, which which is the issue. Like there were no changes made at any point. Like the only difference, the only time that they started playing different is when Giannis got hurt. Um, and again, that's more of a function of who his players were than any like tactical decision that he made. Yeah, they started hooping. <laughs> I think that was in part two because Miami didn't game plan for a, the mm. offense to flow through Chris Middleton. That's a whole different right game plan. Like again, but I think we got it. But that like, Chris game, I think, surprised them. The one thing that's uh, that really stood out to me during this series is that a game. I think it was game three at halftime. Kenny Smith was kind of highlighting like the shots that the Bucs were making. Like the Bucs were up at halftime. Like they looked pretty good. But he was demonstrating that, like, there was no movement. Like, there were, there, it was predictability. Like, it was just that the Bucks were hitting really tough shots. Um, and obviously, Giannis wasn't getting off because they had game plan <clears throat> to completely stop him. But, like, when he had the ball, when Melton had the ball, like, they were all going one on one and, like, just had people standing in the, the quadrants, which, yep. It's like, you, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, these boys, these, these men are hurt. You can see yeah. it in their face. Mm-hmm. They are hurt, hurt. Mm-hmm. After that game three collapse, I was I was very hurt. Mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. That, that was that one. That one broke my heart. I had to play Tony Hawk after that for a while. I just had to skate away. And um, my uncle had reached out to me, and he was just kind of like, not the uncle I bet with. He's been insufferable. Just so y'all know. I'm sure. Yeah, I owe you some. I owe you some money. He has been insufferable this entire series to the point where he keeps saying that the Bucks just need to get rid of Giannis because they, they play better without him. And um, Giannis don't make the team better. <laughs> and Frank Mason should be playing. Like, just Frank Mason shouldn't up. be playing, I feel like. Doing what? <laughs> <laughs> just running Shit. around? Shit, Ooh. if this is what he's going to fucking do, you might as well give him some damn tick. Oh man! <laughs> uh, like, I don't agree with what your uncle said, but I do think that Giannis also has to take some responsibility for this series. Like, Chris Middleton played his ass off. Like, I don't want to yep. hear any Chris Middleton slander from this yep. series. Like, he was by far the Bucks' best player, <laughs> like all five games. Um, if but, Brooke would have came through on the last two, he would have had argument for number two spot. Exactly. Like, Gian- Giannis still doesn't. Again, I, I put this back on Bud, but Giannis still doesn't have a counter when, like, the wall actually holds. Like, 
he just keeps running his head up against it. And it's like, personally, like, he needs to improve, like, his in-between game. Like, That's the threes exactly. are a pipe. The threes are a pipe dream. Like, <laughs> even if he starts making threes, like, nobody's ever going to respect it. Like, he's never going to shoot it at a high enough clip to where it's an actual weapon. Because, yep. like, his drive is so deadly. But if he can get to where, like, he stops short of the wall and has something that he can do with the ball there, mm-hmm. that's what that's what's going to unlock it. But from Buzz's perspective, like, he has to move him around. Like, he has to put him in different spots. Like, he has to set him up somewhere where he, like, somebody can feed him the ball closer to the basket. Like, just having him go one-on-one from the top of the key is super predictable and it leads to hella charges and shit. So... I was yep. just looking at uh, Middleton stats, just to throw them out there. Game one, 28, 6, and 5. Game two, 23, 6, and 8. Game three, 18, 3, and 7. Game four, 36, 8, and 8. And tonight, 23, 6, and 6. I mean, this I can't lie and say. Night, though. This, this has been, of course, a disappointing end to the season. The reason that I am not very amped up is because, as I said, after game three, my spirit was already broke. Like, there was nothing more that I, that I have. And then in game four, when Giannis got hurt, and I was just like, it's, it's it's not gonna happen. And I know the whole thing, like, let's make history. Like, yes, this has been a strange year. <laughs> it 2020 has been weird. Weird things happen. Of course, a team could make history, but the Bucks hadn't shown anything in the bubble to show that they had the hustle to make it happen. Like they've looked bad just about the whole time they've been in this bubble. And there does need to be some changes in this offseason with this roster. What those exactly are, I can't tell you at this exact moment, but changes need to be made to make this team stronger because there's no reason that we should get knocked out in the second round when we have the back-to-back MVP. Yes, the playoffs have amplified his limitations. We have seen what those are, Eric pointed them out, but yet and still, this team shouldn't have looked like this. And I mean, there's a lot of different reasons they can go into a bubble environment, but everyone was on the exact same playing field. They will try to slander Chris because he was eight for twenty-five tonight. He the only offensive creator. Like look no, at what but, look at what his teammate aside from Dante DiVincenzo, like look at what his teammates did. <laughs> like, that's that's going to be the argument. He was eight for twenty-five. That's going to be the argument. Well, I mean, like those are going to be bad bad faith uh, people arguing in bad faith. So like what? let them be let them be wrong. <laughs> it's essentially okay. what comes out to, yeah. but. Like, y'all know how I feel about Eric Bledsoe, but I think even I've reached the limit of being able to defend him. Like, his defense is key, but... Great. Huh? I I thought you were cutting in. Yeah, no, the defense is is top-notch, but, like, his offensive game, especially, like, with Giannis' limitations, like, you can't have two non-shooters out there on top of the fact that, aside from Middleton, like, most of their quote-unquote shooters are actually like average to below average three-point shooters yeah. um like Draymond Green I think pointed this out on the TNT broadcast he's saying like Milwaukee surrounded Giannis with a bunch of shooters but they're shooters that nobody respects mm. so like they aren't cr- yeah. actually creating uh, spacing for them but yeah like it, so I feel like Bledsoe doesn't know where now, his I want the Bucks to draft a shooter yeah Bledsoe is a is a slash and playmaker mm-hmm. in two gay terms. Like, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. And he can't create off the dribble. His shot's not respect. It, it's, I love blood. So, so that mm-hmm. this is, this is rough. Right. 
But and I, it isn't about him being a garbage player. I just think that he his fit offensively on this He's team, like he does right. He doesn't do what the Bucks need offensively from their point guard. Like they very badly need another creator. Like I was watching Chris Paul first round. I'm like, damn, we could have had Chris. We really could have had Chris Paul over this <laughs> offseason. It's like sometimes you like you just have to pay a premium for talent and he gets paid a lot. And again, like he's another year older. So I don't know if that's the move to make now, but right. damn, like just watching it, I'm like, that's exactly what they needed. Cause again, like they need somebody that can, like Giannis can create for himself, but like when shit breaks down, like he kind of needs somebody to create for him. Um, or at least like to have that as an alternative, but like Middleton is a decent enough playmaker, but like they're two like size, they're going to be guarded by like size defenders, so it doesn't create a mismatch if you run a pick and roll with them. Now, this is going to be a very long off season, especially since we don't know when the season is starting. A lot of this could be eradicated if Giannis signs his extension mm-hmm. as soon as he's able to sign his extension. We don't know if that's the case. Before we move on to the next series, I just want to know in your gut, do you think Giannis remains a buck? I want to say in my in my darkest moments following Game Three, I was like, I don't even fucking care. Like he can leave for all I can. Like, like I I was just like, not not anything about him. It's just like, what does it fucking matter? Like we're gonna lose anyway. So yeah, but no. Now I I think he hasn't really given me like from what I've read, like there hasn't been any indication that he's looking to leave. Um, and I doubt that he tries to force his way out. So at least we have next season. Um, if I had to guess, like, where all this chatter is coming from, is his agents trying to push him out? Uh, or at least somebody within his camp is, like, leaving the door open for him leaving. Uh, so, or trying to open the door for him to leave. So, uh, that's a long way of saying, like, I think he'll be back. Um, whether he signs the Supermax or not, I don't know. Um, but one thing that came up on the TNT broadcast, I think game four, they were saying, like, he may sign a one-on-one just a one plus one just mm-hmm. because of like the like LeBron. Yeah. Partially to keep pressure on the bucks to keep improving, but also um, because of like the uncertainty financially, like around the league. Mm-hmm. With COVID and everything. Sense. It's a wild time to be trying to resign a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what that future is going to be. Congrats again though, to Miami, as I've mentioned, yeah, like the better team. Yeah. <laughs> Um, congrats to y'all on that. Do they make it to the finals? No, I think that they were a great matchup for Milwaukee, but I do not think they match up well with Boston, who's looking like they're going to beat Toronto. So let's let's just talk about that. Let's just get into Toronto, Boston. Toronto is up, or I'm sorry, Boston is up in this series three, two, game six is Thursday. Now, Boston won the first two, and then Toronto won the next two, and then Boston came out in game five and smacked them in the mouth. What are y'all doing? <laughs> like, pu- punched them in the mouth. They, they yeah. backhanded them like that pimp Cam was talking about earlier. Like, it was it was bad. It was bad. And watching that game, what, <laughs> what, what got me watching that game was the fact that they were down big early, and Kyle Lowry was arguing with a ref. He just wouldn't let it go. And you see Serge Ibaka like, Kyle, like, shut up. Like, we're <laughs> like, losing. Come on, bro. We're losing. Come on. Chill out. And I was just watching and like, man, that is 
That is wild. Also, Marc Gasol does not look good at all in this series. Marc Gasol haven't looked good in no series I've seen. Yeah, I'm gonna talk this year. Like, no. I'm just saying, I had to bring that up because he was sparking. Yeah, yeah I he's not like shooting. He barely getting ticked. He's not. No, he was playing against. Wait, in which series? Last series. Well, this last, one, like against this the Bucks or against Brooklyn? Center. Against Brooklyn. Oh, but this one, well, I, was, I would assume out. he has a size. They would need him for the size against uh, Boston, but he hasn't looked good. No, his, anytime I've his, seen him. I feel like his size is the his size is to his detriment in this uh in this matchup because like in this series what's his name isn't a threat like what's uh Tice like, he isn't an offensive threat and I mean he's small oh, to begin damn, with Tice. Yeah. yeah um so like they need to be more switchy I feel like I'm not gonna second guess Nick Nurse but I think that downsizing their lineup <laughs> like it would help if Pascal Siakam was actually playing well like then you go play Ibaka. Yeah, he's not playing Siakam, well at all. OG. Yeah. Siakam's not playing well at all. Hey, I think it's a matchup thing, though. Like, it's Boston's rough. wings are too big for uh, what's the team you're playing? Toronto. <laughs> Toronto's. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with them starting Lowry and Van Vliet. Like, they're just too small in the backcourt. Yeah, I definitely had Toronto coming into this. I mm-hmm. And I mentioned if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum look as good as they have been and I can see it swinging Boston's way. And they've, they've held up their end of the deal. And Kemba is looking bouncy. Like, he's looking pretty good. So, I think we're going to have Boston-Miami in the second round. Yeah. Third round. Third round. Third round. My fault. And if that's we, the matchup, that's going to be easy. Might be some good basketball too, but if that's the matchup, I'll, I'll take Boston. But say love I don't really. <laughs> uh, one last yeah. thing I'll say is like kind of between the Bucks struggles in the playoffs and now Toronto struggles in the playoffs. I mean, honestly, the LA teams haven't looked great, but I think that they'll pull it out. Um, pull it together. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Like, I've seen the argument for, like, regular season versus playoffs and, like, how different things seem to be. And it's like, is that just going to further devalue people's interest in regular season basketball? Like, if you ultimately know, like, the way that you have to play in the regular season versus play versus the way that you play in the playoffs is so vastly different, like, does it even matter if I'm watching a Thursday night game? Because it's like, this shit don't matter. Fair enough. Um, I can see that. I, don't, I, I hear that argument, but I don't think it it's a very solid argument because the regular season tends to be a lot of clues and hints about what's forthcoming in the playoffs. And also, like, the journey is just really fun. Like, it's good games. Like, if you're a fan of the sport, then you're a fan of the sport. And the matchups are good during a regular season. They're just different in the playoffs. The playoffs, I feel like, is a time when, yes, like, certain rosters do shine, but really the coach's mind shine through. And if you're well coached, then it's going to be a chess match in a whole different way where every game is a different animal. Like it's, I think just because they're different doesn't make one less valuable or devalue it, I guess I should say. They're just different animals. And I think both are entertaining in their own way. I think what would help is if like the commentators weren't the main ones saying this shit don't matter. (laughs) Uh, Like that would help drive the, uh, the interest in the regular season, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe 
like, you know, I'm always loath to give the NFL credit, but like their announcers sell their game. Like they really amp you up for Jacksonville versus Tennessee. Like even when they were both terrible, like it's like, well, we're still putting in prime time. We're still going to send you our A team. Like we're still going to mm-hmm. find some way to sell, you know, to sell these two teams to people. Um, like it's the most, like it's a prelude to the Super Bowl or something. Uh, whereas the NBA, like all you hear about is like trying to get stars out of small markets and this doesn't matter. And, you know, chatter about the future as opposed to like focusing on what's going on right now. But I have a whole round the NBA's coverage nationally, but that we don't need to necessarily get into. <laughs> um, I will say like TNT and the NBA, like they are happy that LeBron's back in the playoffs because every NBA playoff commercial is like that super cut of LeBron. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen that commercial, but at the end, Chris Weber's like, man, it must be a joy to play with LeBron James. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, dog, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought LeBron said that the first time I heard it, I'm like, this nigga here. <laughs> so I'm going to throw my conspiracy brother hat on real quick and just say, like, if, if Houston, if you want to have a shot at beating the Lakers, like, you better destroy them because any close calls, league putting in calls. Yeah. Chill out, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, their whole ratings thing is, like, predicated on that man right now. Like, he really is the face of the league. Like, not that that was ever in question, but – since we're talking about playoffs, I do want to point out the fact that the WNBA season regular season ends on Sunday and their playoffs begin on Tuesday of next week. Right now, seven of their eight playoff spots are locked. So I want to just read out the teams that have secured their spot. The Seattle Storm, 16 and 3. Las Vegas Aces, 14 and 4. Los Angeles Sparks, 15 and 5. Minnesota Lynx. <laughs> Minnesota Lynx, 13 and 6. Phoenix Mercury, 12 and 8. Chicago Sky, 11 and 9. Connecticut Sun, 10 and 10. Right now, the Dallas Wings has the 8 spot at 7 and 12. Behind them is Washington Mystics, the Indiana Fever, the Atlanta Dream, and the New York Liberty. Now, the Mystics, Fever, and Dream all have 13 losses. So they're chasing that 8 seat. There's a few games between here and there, so the end of the season is going to be a race for the eight seed. So, did um did Sabrina ever come back? No, nah. no. Nah. That's up. Yep. The WWE released a statement prohibiting wrestlers from using third-party platforms like Twitch and Cameo. Xavier Woods went on an interview where he was talking about he was like, "Yo, my YouTube channel is doing very, very well." I don't know what WWE is really doing right now, but I'm going to keep streaming until I literally am told that I cannot keep streaming anymore. This rule seems stupid. Yeah, WWE is always trying to fuck over their talent. Like, Mm -hmm. it's disgusting, but also par for the course. Like, anytime, like, WWE wants you to be dependent on WWE for everything. Like, uh, (laughs) nothing at all. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, people are, are speculating that they've talent has found a way to kind of monetize outside of the WWE system. Mm -hmm. So what they're going to do is like shut it down and then they'll make a direct deal with whatever platform like Twitch or cameo, whoever cameo, whoever, Mm -hmm. whereas like all their content comes through WWE. So then WWE gets their cut of Mm -hmm. whatever. One thing that came out recently is that WWE apparently owns the real names of these people. Like Mm -hmm. while they're under contract, 
Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Like, so like a lot of them. Huh? They're under fire, right? Like Andrew Yang was tweeting about the WWE and their changes that they need to be made. Then some attorney general or something like that came out of nowhere. It was on Twitter, and I was like, like they under fire for real because he needs. He said they need to review what they call individual individual contracts. How Vince somehow has license to their actual names, and so they don't have ownership of their names as long as they're under contract as a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. And so, like, this is getting some. It's starting to make some waves or whatever like that. Like I said, I seen it on Twitter that Andrew Yang. Uh, presidential candidate was uh, yeah runner was runner. talking about it. I was like, oh shit, Vince, this is this <laughs> done escalated. I mean, like we we've spoken at length about the WWE's yep. employment practices previously, where actually they aren't even employers of these wrestlers; they're independent contractors. But again, as this um, ban illustrates, like they still limit like what else they can do outside of their contract with WWE. So they might as well be exclusive employees. But if you do that, you got to offer them healthcare and many other employment benefits that Vince doesn't want to do. And I'm in a really weird place with wrestling because on Sunday or no, on Labor Day, me and the Mr. The mayor, we, we binge watched a lot of episodes of uh, dark side of the ring. Like I hmm. finally watched the Chris Benoit episode. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Mm-hmm. Talk about dark. I mean, man, like, yeah. man. Um, I didn't realize that him and Eddie were that close. Like, I didn't know that mm-hmm. Eddie's yeah. death broke him up that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he once Eddie was gone, he was done. Like, he was yeah. broken. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was broken. It was a whole mixture of stuff that just didn't didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm. WWE has come to terms on a release of AOP. Uh, all right. I come in, Rizar. All right, dogs. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Bye. Brock Lesnar, he's a free agent. Jericho weighed in on that about his fit with AEW and pretty much came. It was a, you know, Jericho's going to do a promo when he do a promo. And uh, he pretty much said that Brock's doing this because he's trying to raise his price up. He's good at that. Not mad at it. But if he came to AEW, then I would be glad to wrestle him and beat him. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> of course, because he knows that's going to make some money. Like, right. like he's cutting a promo here. Mm-hmm. And speaking of AEW. Wait, didn't, didn't Jericho, like, I don't know if he hit him, but he definitely stood up to Brock. About Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah. After the Randy Orton match, when he beat the shit out of Orton, it looked like it was real. <laughs> he ran up on him. It's a charge. Sorry. And Matt Hardy, uh, uh, speaking of AEW, they had their all-out event this past weekend. He did a spot woo, where boy. he was going to be speared off of a uh, those lifts mm-hmm. things. Elevator lift. Yeah, yeah, elevator lift. And they missed the table, and his head just smacked the concrete. And he was just laid out for a minute or two. They put the X up. The ref came on to check on him. This was, of course, not a fake injury. They said they gave him a concussion test. He passed it and let him continue wrestling. But if you watch the rest of that match, you could see that the man was not there. He He was out of there, bro. (laughs) He couldn't deliver moves. He was clearly concussed. And once again, I'll say, you cannot give someone a concussion test in the same environment they sustain a concussion in. You need to take them off to somewhere quiet and actually do the job. 
understand the dilemma that is with live wrestling when it's a you know spots and whatnot but if you're going to throw up the x to stop the match and stop the match to do what you're supposed to be doing plus you're taping and the like, thing is <laughs> like wrestling fans are a lot smarter now, especially aew's off uh audience yeah. so like they understand when something real is happening and it's not like you're gonna you know lose the lose the suspension of disbelief like it's like yeah, that man's knocked out. Like, don't let him, don't let him continue. <laughs> don't let him keep wrestling. Right. And although they cleared him in the building, he, when he got MRI tests done the following day, he was diagnosed as having a concussion. So oh, yeah. he passed the, the oh, initial sure. test. Exactly. His wife tweeted, "Yes, he has the concussion." Mm. She stays weak. Yeah, yes, she do. She got she got smoke for everybody. <laughs> she does not <laughs> she care. Fuck. Uh, one thing that has been tweeted out since we've been talking. So Mark Stein of New York Times tweeted out, there are rival teams that believe Milwaukee will explore trading for Chris Paul, complicated as that would be financially if Oklahoma City indeed makes CP3 available for trade. Um, just one more thing to track in the Bucks' most crucial offseason. So we talked about Chris Paul to Milwaukee. It seems like they're still on that. So. You know how geeked I'd be, bro? You know how fast I'd get a Chris Paul jersey, bro? <laughs> Tim would be the happiest dude in Milwaukee. <laughs> Easily. I've been asking for Chris Paul to be on the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, they should have drafted him in the first place, but that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Don't even get me started on that because he was supposed to play with Kobe. So don't even don't even get me started on that shit. Yeah, hey, y'all still got y'all rings, bro. Bro, chill out. <laughs> uh, we wanted more. Y'all also went now. We would have had more if we had Chris Paul. Goddamn, they knew what it was. I was gonna be so mad that I had to cheer for the Lakers or cheer for Chris Paul and hate the Lakers at the same time. Because <laughs> at that time I could not stand. I did not like Kobe at that at that time. I hated him. <laughs> at that time, you did. That was that was during the period that I really didn't fuck with him at all. And and I was like, dog, they get Chris Paul over there. I'm like, I hate. I'm gonna have to go ahead. Like, yeah, no. But it didn't happen. So I was excited. Were you also sad about Lionel Messi saying that he actually is going to stay in Barcelona? You know what? Initially, I was like, it is what it is. It happens. Because we've been playing this little tango with he may show up in Man City. He may not. They got the money for him. They don't. Like, it's been a back and forth thing. It's kind of like firing the Packers and shit when he's holding his hostage. (laughs) And I'm not surprised that he... uh, he stayed, though. I mean, I'm glad that he made a decision that was beneficial for what he has to go through. But he he killed that front office. And he's like, hey, shit, the president said the only way he that uh, he like he has quit his job if I come back. So, I mean, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I, but he, like they holding me hostage. Shit, they've been trying. They've been fucking around with my money and my contract for a while now. Like, I'm not coming back because I want to. I come back because I got to. Like, I'm like, oh. Okay, that now that is a twist that I don't think I've ever seen before with some like a superstar, like a a superstar of his caliber. He said he couldn't pay what they were trying to make him pay. Like, I'm not giving you all. I think it was like eight over 800 million in American dollars that he would have Mm -hmm. to pay to get out. Like it was a 700 million dollar euro release clause to get him out of his contract. What the fuck? They're like, you ain't never leaving, motherfucker. (laughs) So like, How much more time does he have on his contract? Well, I don't know how European contracts work. Like, did he have like two years left? Okay. In terms of shit, Uh, let's see, Lionel Messi contract. Oh, I I I didn't know if you knew it off top. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, he's my age. Yeah, he was born in eighty-seven. Oh, okay. How old I am? Shit, thirty-three. 
<laughs> Wait, His contract say? ends next year, apparently. Oh, okay. So he's just trying to get out early. Yeah. But since he can't force his way out, he'll play out the string. Yep. Yeah, so what's going on with Barcelona? Like, obviously, Messi's trying to leave. They just uh, let uh, Suarez leave. Like, They always have some shit where the, the problem, the thing with Barcelona is they've never had an issue with getting talent because it's Barcelona. So they have a history. They have a history of winning cups. They have a history of winning all kind of trophies. They have always had money. Right. So, but Barcelona has always been considered super corrupt, like super corrupt. Like in what way? Like, like Messi was saying, like they be uh, not just them, but like uh, they be holding, they be like uh, extorting players sometimes and shit like that. Or they'll uh, like the tax issues that uh, Ronaldo or other players have had in the in the past, where they be like, hey, well. Um, you guys owe us more money or you ain't pay your taxes on this, that, and the third. They're like, hey, I've been paying my taxes, which y'all talking about, and they kind of like get money off of players and stuff. They, they've had a, a, a So it's more of like a Spain thing a, than... A political thing with... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's with Real Madrid and Barcelona. <laughs> so it's... it's yeah. It's, it's, they really so that's why like all these guys are going to either Italy or the UK. Because but they can live over there in Barcelona. Like when they over when they first get there, of course you got the new car smell and shit like that. And you're a superstar, yeah. They give you the world, give you the world. But you know, eventually you got to pay your dues. <laughs> Did anyone yeah. have any blow the whistles this week? No, ma'am. I should blow the whistle on myself for being a Wisconsin sport fan because how stupid could I be to pick Wisconsin sports as my? They do it to us every year, dog. Every single year. <laughs> All right, now, that's enough out of you. You know what? Tee his ass up. Hey, that's more on your parents who have you born here. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to pick where I'm born at. That's my own decision. I obviously don't. Right, like, <laughs> I grew up in a house with a cowboy family. I, I could have I been a lot of different things. And here I am. You'll be all right. Watching the Packers have two <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back <laughs> -back and only two Super Bowls to show for it. We got a room in Heart, LA. Heartbreaking loss after heartbreaking loss after Game heartbreaking seven loss. L's. We got some room in LA. Final L's. Last second the, shot L's. We got the <laughs> Brewers who were supposed to win the World Series. She. One <laughs> game away, L's. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's look all, at them. That's what all Wisconsin teams do. Y'all think oh. they're going Every Jeez. time, motherfucking Badgers get down to being undefeated. I don't care. All of a sudden, they lose the last two games of the season. Like, what the fuck? You motherfuckers was number five all year, and all of a sudden, y'all twenty-two. That brings me true. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> like, it's just no, but it's all Wisconsin sports teams is the point. All of them do the shit. Hey, I'm Marquette's done it. I was going to say, Marquette's never good enough for Yeah, we don't get that close. Like <laughs> The final four when Wade was here. Elite eight is the closest we've been back. And. <laughs> Like it is what it is, but nah. no one, no one breaks your heart. Like I had to watch the the Brandon Jennings Bucks, and then we get Giannis, and we have a historic season where we own pace, and then the season shuts Some down. Here we are, here we are, losers again. <laughs> Should be used to it by now. I mean, uh, losers again. Uh, uh, chill out, Bears fan. This is what happens. Right, right. You ain't got no leeway to be talking to nobody right now. This is the Lakers' first time in the playoffs since when? Hey, hey, hey. No. <laughs> Relax. I don't even think my daughter was born the last time Lakers were in the playoffs. Hey, bro, chill out, man. This ain't, this ain't about Lakers. 
Yeah. I brought these weak ass Wisconsin teams. Don't be bringing your two cents over here when you a Bears hey, fan. His room in Chicago and his room in LA. We like don't want house. that. Why would I yep. want to go to a worse team? Exactly. Bears go beat y'all. Anywho, I guess that's my somewhat blow the whistle. I'm I'm a sad Wisconsin. Yeah, blow the whistle. Fan. I, I meant to mention this when we were talking about Djokovic, but like the people bringing in uh, Serena Williams, like that shit pissed me off because it's like. First of all, Serena Williams never um, assaulted somebody with a tennis ball. Like, like people talking about like the tantrums that she's tantrums that she's thrown on the court, and like, well, how come she was never disqualified for stuff for that type of behavior? And it's like because it's written in the rule book that you can't right. hit somebody that's on the sideline with a ball. Like, <laughs> come on now, but you are, they always got to throw her name in. Like, she ain't got shit oh. to do with this situation. Oh, that yeah, showed me was the hypocrisy. Yeah, but yeah, I guess he won dude, I guess you can kind of make that our blow the whistle this week. I don't know when it exactly started, but it started because I'm sad. I can sum it up. Wisconsin team suck. There you go. <laughs> they always good, better but not than good the enough. Bears. Always huh? good, but y'all, not good enough. Y'all keep talking shit. Trippy huh? Mick go get us to the Super Bowl. Y'all keep talking shit. Hmm. I like to see it. Right. All right, let's get into the tech top five. Then. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. Last week's list was superpowers that we wish we had. Ken actually ran away with it, so congratulations to you, sir. Someone else shared the post, and on that post, Ken's list got a lot, a lot of love. So shout out to you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I didn't even look at the Twitter. Like, I was looking on Facebook, and I was like, oh, I got this. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, somebody <laughs> shared the post on Facebook, and everybody on their list was like, yeah, Ken's list. Burr, 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 burr. And I was like, oh, okay. It was pretty close. We got some good engagement on that one, so that was fun. Can't got yeah. outsiders coming in and shit. <laughs> hey, he don't, even, he don't even know that person. I know that person. And oh, and- you know, thank you. <laughs> Whoever you are, thank you. I appreciate you. Oh, Marvin oh. Williams is retiring. Yep. Oh, for real. Wow. He's played for 15 years. Yeah, I'm just saying he's been for a little minute. Dang, dog. That's what's up, though. He was playing his ass off, too. Like, that, now that make more sense. Like, he was leaving it all out there. He thought this was he it. figured this was just, it was supposed to be his This is it. And and that was it. See, so I was hoping they were going to bring him back. This week, we are doing the top catches in NFL history. Tim, go ahead and start, brother. Okay, we'll do number five. I'll do Santonio Holmes versus the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, yeah. I forgot which Super Bowl yeah. that was, but um, that was probably that catch was freaking amazing. Back corner of the end zone. Yeah. End of the game. <laughs> Shit. That was one of the, probably one of the best Super Bowl games I've seen in the longest. I might rewatch that. I was I was watching last year's Super Bowl recently. Um, number four, Odell, <laughs> Cowboys. Uh, regular season, one handed. Where the fuck did he catch that from? Um, I don't know. It was a pass interference and everything. It was it was, it was one hell of a freaking catch. Um, number three, David Tyree versus the Patriots. Of course. Uh, in the Super Bowl. You know, the gun was stuck to the helmet. 
<laughs> but nonetheless, it was a great catch led to them winning the Super Bowl. Um, number two, I have the catch, Dallas Clark, of what the 40... Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you said what? Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark, my bad. Not Dallas. Dwight Clark, you're right. Um, and number one, I have Lynn Swan's catch with the uh, Steelers versus the Cowboys. Oh, that like sweeping ass catch? Yeah, when he, uh, Terry Bradshaw threw it, it got deflected like back 15 yards. Motherfucker still caught that bitch and ran it up. <laughs> oh, no, that's the Immaculate Reception. That was yeah, Michael Harris. No, Is no. that the one you met? No, I'm pretty sure I was thinking about Yeah, Franco Harris like picked it up almost off the ground. Oh, no, I got I, Lance Juan might have been the one that tipped it, but it was Franco Harris that caught it. You're right. You're right. Because it was just Lance Juan. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like that one where like Lance Juan's on, like he does the tight rope, tight rope walk on the sideline and like jumps over somebody. I don't know. You've nope. seen him before. I'm talking about the immaculate reception. See, I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> you didn't help me brother out. I took it. Eric? Uh, so, five, I'm going to go with Antonio Freeman on Monday Night Football. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. It feels like cheating because he really just picked it up off a shoulder pad. But, you know. Hey, hey we're still in play. <laughs> uh, four, I'm going to go with the catch. Dwight, uh, what did you say his name? Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. Three, I'm going to go with Odell. Odell. I was watching that shit live, and I was like, "Yeah, what? What? <laughs> like, yeah, he snatched that bitch back. Um, he in some shit, no pun intended, right now too. But oh, dog, that shit. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Yeah, it's uh, a rabbit. <laughs> through, you gonna go in the rabbit hole, and it's gonna yeah. be <laughs> Just Google Google Odell shit. How about that? That's all you gotta do, and you gonna be like, "What the fuck." Oh, okay. Do it now. No, don't don't Google it from work though. I, if if yeah, don't shit in the title Google wasn't that. enough. <laughs> oh, Del a wild boy. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna find out shortly. Wait, right. dude's looking it up. Right, yeah. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> no, I already I already seen it. List. I seen it earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> wild boy. Uh, anyway, uh, two, the immaculate reception. And one the helmet catch. Okay. I'm sitting here trying to Google. Uh... Oh, damn shit. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, y'all going to laugh. Number five. I have a nine catch on my list. I got Calvin Johnson against the Chicago Bears. Because that was a catch. <laughs> it was. A, we all know it was a catch. Nah. We all <laughs> know. What they say? What happened though? Fam. That was that was the beginning of the uproar over what is the catch. Like that is one of the most monumental moments in NFL. Like I think it caught the ball. He caught the ball. But was it a catch? Yes. No. Yes, it was. The NFL said it wasn't. Said it wasn't. The record books say it wasn't. Eh. Not a reception there. No touchdown. In that nope. case, because <laughs> if, if that's the case, then then uh, what's his name caught it too, and I ain't, I'm never I'm going to my grave. Never giving Des that. There you go. In that I case, that'd be my honorable mention then, if that's not counted as a catch. Um, number five. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I'm saying if I should say if it's not allowed on my list, then I'll continue. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll mention I'll that. Um, number five, then I will go with. I'm gonna go with Terrell Owens against the Packers in '98 in that uh, mm-hmm. got overtime game where he just again heartbroken. Yeah, I love it. Too many of them. There's a lot of them. Number four, I'm going with. Antonio Freeman against the Vikings Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm going or number three, I'm going with Dwight Clark the catch. Number two, I'm going with David Tyree against the Patriots. Number one, I'm going with Odell. Odell Dallas in, t- in 2014. I just LeBron James cold man. top five just using the Packers disappointing. <laughs> the catches on the Packers, fail Mary. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh. Oh, boy, I'm, I'm not about overtime. to relive this with you. I'm already sad. Ken, what's your list? Four from twenty-six. Ty Pinkston. <laughs> Man, what Ty Pinkston do? First down, Freddie. That whole Eagle squad. I'm thinking about the, the receiving. Oh, squad. I thought you meant like he called. No, no, no. The first down, Freddie. There's one who called it. But. Ken, your uh, list, sir. Um, at five, I have Antonio Freeman, um, OT catch versus the Vikings. Um, number four, um, Steve Young with T.O. in the playoffs. Playoff. Uh, number three, Odell versus Dallas. Um, number two, Antonio Holmes um, in the Super Bowl. Um, number one, David Tyree. Really? And, yeah, in the Super Bowl. And one in the Super Bowl, essentially. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, that, that sealed the deal, basically. And Eli did it. <laughs> I think did my dad said that he was. Number two again? Huh? Antonio. Number two. That's Antonio Holmes. Mm-hmm. I think my dad said that he was well, at the Monday Night Football game, the Antonio Freeman game, and they left because it was raining and he was cold and it was a Monday, so he was ready to come back. And then he missed the catch. And then he missed the catch. One of the most spectacular plays in NFL history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the top five this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all enjoyed the show. As a reminder, make sure that you join the Pick and Pool or the Fan Duel League, whichever one floats your boat. Dual join boat. that before the season starts. Make sure that you rate and review the show. We need those. Five stars are better. Five stars are better. And of course, tell somebody about the show. Put somebody new on. Share share it with your people. We need all that love. And if you enjoyed this week's show and you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, Instagram, PSN, at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. It's in the Odell story to the group chat, so if y'all want to check that out. Um, At Bucksburner on Twitter. That's all you get. Although, at this rate, that might be quiet for a minute. Um... But, uh, yeah, got him right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Um, Harris 216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catch Me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Y'all have a good day now. You here? Sound show. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Media.